What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday night. Shout out to everybody in here. And it is the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Mass in the building and we might show you those ladies over in where was that kenya south america i can't remember where it was we might show you those later le later of the massacre going on today and right now there's somebody in their monkey simp suit sitting inside of a very very luxurious five-star restaurant ready to get microwave pre-made meals for three times the price mm. all right shout out to you guys out here man we got to give it up to you brothers for doing the most simplest things you guys can do out here. And yes, I know people are going to be like, you guys are reprehensible. This is terrible. This is not simping. I am not a simp. Shout out to everybody waiting an hour and a half to get their table. Parking way on the other side of the mall. <laughs> right. Doing all of this clownish behavior. You done bought $70 bouquet of flowers. You done buy all kind of rose petals. You done booked your hotel room at the Fairmont. You know what I mean? You bought a box of chocolates. You bought a greeting card. You know, you went to the greeting card state section, all the Hallmark cards and the pre-made artistic cards, and you went there. You looked. You grabbed the first one you wanted, shoved it in the envelope, skedaddled. All right. Then you had to sit down and pin a message. Oh, my God. What the hell am I going to tell her? You're my Valentine. You're my sweetheart. My sweet lady, my darling, I'll always be there for you. And all of this shit, you had to do all of this shit, you know what I mean? Sitting on the dock of the bay. You know, you had to do all of this stuff, man. I Hey, man, listen, I've been there, done that. Yeah, roses are red, violets are blue. You love me and I love you. You're my sweetheart forever in this useless day. That we are celebrating today. That I had to do all of these goofy things. You got me all tied up here. Sh shirt all buttoned up to the top. You can't even breathe because you ain't put on your monkey swimsuit in about a year. You sitting there. Didn't realize you gained weight. You got your tie on all up on your damn Adam's apple and your epiglottis. You sitting there all goofy. Everybody's with their couples. You know what I mean? In their leather jackets. Dressed up in their Valentine slash Marshall suit. As you wait one hour to get set down at your table, looking at everybody, the waitress comes by. Are you guys done? Do you need anything else? Get the hell on out of here so we can get the next simp in here. <laughs> all up on your epiglottis. You all choking up here. Oh, hi, hi. How you doing? Okay, what do you want to order here? Here's the menu. Paper menu. You looking at this shit? What is, what is this shit? Oh, it's only one-sided. What is this? All right, uh, fettuccine Alfredo. Uh, shrimp scampi. All right, surf and turf. All right, you know what I mean? Uh, chicken chicken strips. All right, all right. Uh, I guess I'll take the... Is there anything more? Where's the main menu? Oh, there's no main menu today. This shit is pre-kicked three days ago. We just gonna warm that shit up. We gonna put the chicken parmesan. We gonna throw the craft cheese on that shit. We gonna throw that shit in the microwave. Put the broccoli on there. $300. Yep, $300 each. $300 each. Running out there. 
for that warmed up craft macaroni and cheese and chicken parmesan with the damn American cheese melted on that shit. Oh, yeah. And you paid $300 for that. Also, you can get home. And she says, you know what? Oh, my gosh. I have a bellyache. I was going to give you some peace leave, but oh, my God. The shrimp scampi got to my belly. You know what? I was going to give you my Valentine's Day gift. I had it all ready to go. I went to Fredericks of Hollywood and got some sexy lingerie. I got some lingerie draws. I was going to put these lingerie draws on. All this pot was going to be hanging up over the lingerie draws. And we was just going to have some of that passionate gift that I was going to give you. This same piece of peace leave I gave you last week. This is all I got for you. Yes, thank you very much for taking me out. But I'm a little bloated. Oh, my. I don't know what. The, I've never had this before. Perhaps it was the pre-cooked meal that we paid, that you paid $300 for. You are about $500, $600 lighter. Ain't nothing moved. The needle hasn't moved nothing. <laughs> she like, um, oh, I got that. I got that itis. Oh, I got gas, so I'm bloated. And it's that time of the month. I couldn't do anything about it, honey. I, I, I know you'll be okay. How about next Friday? I'll give you a piece of peace leave for Valentine's Day. <laughs> you sit there. Why didn't you tell me before Valentine's Day that you was leaking? You you could have told me before Valentine's Day that you was leaking. You know what I mean? I could have gone ahead and walked the dog. You know. <laughs> hey man, shout out to everybody. You got to hear. This is this is great, man. You guys are doing good right now. You're feeling all awkward, getting dressed up. He said, "Drop that neck." Oh man, what a dis what a despicable disgrace of things here. But listen, man, listen. If you caught if you caught in the Matrix and Normieville and you still do this, it's cute. I would tell you, man. Once you get like twenty two, you might want to put it away. You know what I mean? You know, then you're gonna get your wife, and she's gonna say, "Did you share our photos for the last ten years on Facebook?" Oh my wonderful better half, look at us. We're on Facebook. She's my lovely Valentine. <laughs> And I have a Valentine's Day today, and I'm going to get lucky. I'm going to get lucky. I'm going to get an ultimate prize. She's going to give me what she gave me last week. You guys, <laughs> you could have stayed at the crib. She could have just, you know what I mean, gave you that 30-minute nasty. And then you could have just went back to what you was doing. All right, thank you, baby. Clapped her out. Here's your chocolates. Here you go. There's a rose. Yeah, you happy? <laughs> All right, hey, maybe I'll put a poll up. Are, is, is Valentine's Day celebration for simps? You know, we're laughing at them right now. They're laughing at us. You're just mad you don't have a girl. What do you mean? I'm, not, I'm mad that I don't have to drive 30 minutes over here, go over there. You mad that I don't got to spend $600 on something I've already bought? You mad just because you don't have a girl? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> All right, let me see here. Valentine's Day is V Day for Simps. All right, you guys can you guys can do this here. Uh, by the way, the Simps are all busy, so I'm assuming this is going to be a hundred to hundred to zero. They're busy. The Simps are busy today. <laughs> oh, the same old love. You know what I mean? Hey, if you're married, come on, man, and your and your girl still suggests that you do Valentine's Day, man, you're gonna have a long wedding. You're going to have a long marriage, I suppose. 
is V day. Oh, you know what? I could do this. I don't have to reach all the way across and look crazy. Is V day for simps. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Y'all going to be bad at me. I think it's reprehensible. I think the behavior of it is reprehensible. I mean, in, in school, when we were passing out the little Valentine's with Charlie Brown on it and Snoopy, I thought that was cool. You know what I mean? You had to learn. That was cool. Then around high school, it got weird. You know what I mean? You couldn't give everybody the Snoopy Valentine's anymore. It was kind of like, you know, don't bring a bag of Valentine's. You'd be like, dear Veronica, Valentine's. You're like, get this bitch out of here. All right, Stephanie, Jennifer, Tata Alicia, Tamika, Sasquanisha. You know what I mean? <laughs> you give every girl one. That's what it used to be. <laughs> All right, what do we got as topics today? Look, dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is spent to the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And also, also, you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. All right. Right now, we got a lot of people here. We got a lot of lonely men. We're going to talk about male depression later on. Since we went in there and we talked about female depression, we're going to talk about you guys, you angry men, right? <clears throat> Anger is definitely a sign. We're going to look at that. They're going to take give you the five most common forms of, uh, I think it's, it's forms of depression. What is it? Let me see here. Five common, five common mental health disorders for men. All right, because we went in on the ladies. Ladies, they're not they're not watching now. But we're going to talk about mental health for men. Indeed, we'll give it we'll give it some shine, and we're also going to tell you some other things: bored housewife syndrome and all of that. Is it possible to have a stay at home wife today? What what would it take for you have to have a fulfilling marriage and a stay at home wife? We're going to talk about that. Is that possible today? Do me a favor, hit the like button so the monkey sims that are done eating craft macaroni and cheese. And Dino Chicken Nuggets for their thanks for their Thanksgiving for their for their Valentine's Day. You already done H O Brownie, H O C's candy. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. All right, so let me see here. Let's check on the uh, super chats. Leaf says, Coach, right now there's a Gump with his monkey simp suit on paying. Oh, with his monkey simp suit on paying for an overpriced dinner. Talking about you know you're the one for me. Abba daba daba. You're the one for me, baby. Oh, baby, you're the one for me. You're the only one I knew it when I first saw your pretty brown eyes. Yeah, baby, I saw your pretty brown eyes, and I knew you were the one. And I'm glad I've given this portion of my life to you, and I know you will never do me harm. How many people have been on Valentine's Day dates right now? I mean, just think about it. It's kind of like your Owen chart. How many people have went all out for Valentine's Day, and really nothing happened? Like, what significantly happened as a result? Like, did she get you something, a watch? Did she get you a car? You know what I mean? Did she buy you a chainsaw, a wood? You know what I mean? A, a table saw? What did she, what did she get you? Did, did, did anything happen? Did the needle move? Now, as we know, as we know, if you did nothing, she would be letting you hear about that shit all year long. You didn't even give me a card. <laughs> you didn't even give me anything. So the needle would have moved backwards. If you have a hopeless romantic woman, but really what this is, is this is women exercising their inequality. Once again, this is an example of them wanting to be spoiled, but do no spoiling back in return. Because obviously the guy is going to give you gift attention and, 
a dinner, what are you going to give back to the guy? Well, I don't have to give him back anything, but let's just say you give him something and the prize is you dressed in lingerie, standing at the doors after you do the corny thing, you get home, you know what I mean? You get home, you rush home, you put your leftovers, you put them on a table, and she says, wait here, honey, I got a surprise for you. (laughs) I got a surprise for you, and you're like, oh, God. She claps on, Luther Vandross comes on, you're like, oh, boy, here we go. And she says, I'm just going to go and change real quick. I'll be back out. She goes, she goes into the bathroom like this. It's going to be a surprise. She takes her, she takes her bag from the closet that she hid from you. He's really going to love this. She gets in there and takes them lingering draws. They like floss. She got to flip them upside down. She got to get dressed. You know what I mean? She take a little napkin, wipe and pat herself dry. She done shaved everything off for you, ready to go. But that landing strip, and she gets in there. She, she's going to be so excited. She's putting her bra on. She's going to put her bra on, snap, turn it around. Oh, my God. Pack them titties in. Get the titties in. Fluff them up. He's going to be really excited. You're like, okay, are you ready? I'm going to come out soon. I'm going to come out. Are you ready? Can you light the candle? Yeah, no peeking. Close your eyes. Come in. Come in the room. No peeking. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see what this surprise is. You walk up in there. Luther Vandross is playing. She got these five candles lit all around the bedroom. Oh boy. Wonder what's gonna happen in here. She packed it in. She comes in just in time for the SWV song to pop on. She comes to the door. It's a dimly lit room. And she comes to the door and she looks just like this. Do you like it, honey? Do do you like it? I, I got it just for you. Yes, I got it. I got, I got it. I'm dressed up. <laughs> I dressed up just for you, honey. Do you like it? Do do I look fat? <laughs> do I look fat? It's your special day. It's your special day, and I'm gonna give you this. I saved it just for you. I can't wait to give it to you. <laughs> All right, she's sitting there. You sitting there like. Oh, honey, you look spectacular. You look like a million (laughs) dollars. I can't wait to unwrap. Take the lingerie draws off, please. My goodness. Take it off. Let's just go in here. Here you go. You just just... (laughs) roar. Then you'd be like. (laughs) Same shit, different day. Same shit, different day. (laughs) Now she got to go pick up all the rose petals. She's down on the floor picking them all up. Boy, that was great. Blowing out all the candles. Putting the leftovers in the refrigerator. You like. (laughs) Anyway. Hey, you know what I mean? Hey, you got to do what you got to do out here, man. You know what I mean?
All right, let me see here. Oh, Henry Resilient says, I spent a hot $30 and took my daughter to roll skate, roller skate with Minnesota and Mac, what? Mackie Mouse for the win. Who is that? Yeah, what that mean? Hold up for a second. What that mean? Who the hell is Mackie Mouse? Is that, wait, who is Minnesota? He said, shout out to the girl's dad. The girl dad's out here. Shout out to you. El Chino says, come on, coach. Don't do me like that. I'm about to take out my gordita. Oh, Minnesota. Maybe he had some typos. Hey, check this out. Check this out. I look at it and I go, um, there ain't nothing like gordita love. I'm telling y'all, man, gordita love is powerful. I mean, gordita love beats ghetto love. You know, ghetto love is one of those special things. You know what I mean? You look at these two individuals, you'd be like, damn, they ghetto. But they just love each other. Both of their breath stink. You know what I mean? You know, when they kiss each other, you like, damn, I know both of y'all breath stink. You know what I mean? But there's nothing you can do about it. And they got that ghetto love. But when it comes to when it comes to Gordita love, boy, man, they got some good loving. They got some good loving. They got that good old attachment love. And it's toxic as hell. You know what I mean? She be with that dude, tattoo all on her titty. You know what I mean? That dude been in and out of jail. He still dressed like he does 20, 30 years ago. Right? He 50 and he's still dressed like a gangbanger from 1980s. She ain't never leaving that dude. She ain't never leaving that dude. They be having that tight love. You know what I mean? She be down for him. She be a down ass chick. <laughs> right? Where we at? All right. Shout out to Joe K says, Coach got me crying. Lingerie. Repackaged peace leave, men. We got to do better. Valentine's Day is for gumps. For sure, and and that's you. I gotta tell you the best, the best thing, uh, ladies. You guys want to know the best thing you can do for a man? I know you're here. I know you might have heard this before. What is the best thing you can ever do for a man? I, I, I'm gonna see if you ladies want to know this, ladies. If you're here, press one. Angry man style. Press one if you want to know what the best thing you can ever do for a man is. I know you want to know. <laughs> I know you want to know. Who wants to know? Ladies, where you at? Somebody says, be seen, not heard. All right, Carl, Carl, you're not a lady. Somebody, y'all's talking about, y'all doing the whole, drop that neck, banana in the tailpipe, quiet, leave them alone. Uh-oh, Lex got it. Lex got it. Lex got it. Ladies, he said, you're going to say be quiet. <laughs> I'm not going to say be quiet. Let's got it. The best thing you can do is bring another girl to the party, man. I'm just letting y'all know. Bring another woman. I mean, nothing's beating that. Bring another girl. And be like, you know what? Have her. I'm going shopping. Okay, honey. Wow. This is a fantastic holiday. My God. <laughs> not even two girls. Just her. Just leave her. <laughs> Look. Hey ladies, just leave her. Don't you don't even have to join us. Okay, go ahead and uh thank you for uh you can go out shopping. I don't know. Is Kmart still open? Take your ass on. Bring another girl. Just drop her ass off right there. Oh my god. <laughs> you outdid yourself, honey. <laughs> Look at her. Lord have mercy. She got everything right where I wanted. God dang, this is a Valentine's Day. This is fantastic. Zoe pull up. You like Zoe. Kaylee's here. You're like, wow. 
You can have them thicker than the snicker. You can have them bigger and thick as you want. Bring another girl. You know what I mean? Like, that's the best thing. But, you know, it's just not possible for most people. So I don't, you know, the second best thing would be be seen, not heard. Yes. But I just never say, never, never say I've never told you some things, ladies. (laughs) Oh, Lizette. Lizette says, how about two dudes? How about two dudes? Oh, you can have two dudes. Yeah, yeah. You can have a whole house and a whole nother rent payment. Absolutely. How about we do it on your side? You can flip it. It goes both ways. These women, it goes both ways. You can have two dudes. How about two dudes? Man, please. This is my day. (laughs) Come on. This is reprehensible. Where are we at? Anthony says, just got my income tax check. And I will get my job check tomorrow. My man is rich. I'm rich, bitch. He says, for my week-long vacation in Cartagena with my female friend who invited herself. Uh-oh. And get this. She is celebrating Valentine's Day with her so-called man today. Oh, man, that's disgusting. Oh, the humanity. Man, I tell you, man, it's real out here in the field. All right? There's no single women out here. You know what I mean? My phone is going quiet. Junior college girls, I ain't heard a peep. I mean, I did hear a peep earlier in the day, but since the middle of the afternoon, junior college girls dropping neck. They getting bananas and tailpipes. They going on dinner dates. These girls quiet as a church mouse, pissing on cotton, but I don't I don't mind. Hey, go and do what you want with your boyfriend. You'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Let your boyfriend take all that and take care of that. You'll take care of daddy on your off day. All right. Where are we at? Yep, they getting cheeks clapped. Hey, man, if girls done disappeared on you on Valentine's Day, they're getting their cheeks clapped right now. If you're on the East Coast, right now on the East Coast, it's like 830. It's going on 830. They're finishing up their date. The girl you're talking to that somehow went radio silent on you. And you're like, I wonder you didn't sit through a text. You sent through a double text. I, w- I wonder what's up. We don't have anything official, but uh, I thought we was talking. She getting clapped out. She got another. She got her other man. Her other man is doing the deed, giving her that five stroke special. Tomorrow she's gonna show up. Oh man, I lost track of time. I had to work on Tuesday. I, I guess I didn't text you back in time, but uh, I've texted you back. Here it is on Wednesday. All right, maybe we can see each other by Thursday. She got to let herself heal up. The dude took a way too much out of her. Yeah, man, she ain't, she gone, man, she gone. All right, Malik says, what most simps fail to realize is that most breakups happen around February, March, and April because it's starting to get warm outside again. Yes, Malik, shout out to you. I covered that yesterday. I covered that yesterday. Uh, Valentine's Day is the official end of cuffing season. It's the official end of cuff, cuffing season. So cuffing season started around October, started to get a little chilly outside. Ladies started looking for relationships to settle down and get fat and hibernate. Okay, men started getting lonely. Women started looking at that calendar. Oh, shit, Halloween party coming up. I better start acting right October 1st because I want my man to come to the Halloween party with me so I can dress like a slut. Thanksgiving, granny, nana. All right, my bald-headed granny going to ask me if I'm still single. I need somebody to take to the Thanksgiving date, to the Thanksgiving dinner. 
right? Christmas is coming up. Damn, I need some gifts. I better start acting right or I ain't going to get no Christmas gifts. October 1st, I'm going to start acting right. Damn, and New Year's is right around the corner. I'm going to need to kiss somebody at midnight. God dang, I better get me a man on October 1st. Then Valentine's Day. Oh, my goodness, man. Martin Luther King today, Black History Month. I better start acting right. And they start, oh, my God, oh, I'm going to be this, and I need that. I need me a man. I'm the best woman. I'm every woman. All right? It's all in me. Pause. Then, after Valentine's Day, they can stop acting right. They can quit the acting. They can stop acting. Not all of a sudden. They're going to be like, oh, it's getting a little warm outside. Time to put away the boots and the, uh, the, 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 the leggings. Now, you know. It's time for me to get hot girl summer. I'm going to get drunk on St. Patty's Day. I can't wait. I'm going to Cabo, Cancun. We going to damn Lake Havasu. Titties is going to be out. I don't need no man covering up for me. No, no, no. I don't need no reason for your ass to be around. I got to get them titties out. We got to go get drunk hanging out in Jamaica. Oh, yeah. Hot girl summer come out. Oh, man. Hot shorts is on booty shorts. They got the hot pants on. I don't need no man. Don't be crowding me. Don't be asking me where I'm going. I'm going to be out here in these streets. In these streets. Yep. Daisy Dukes. Titties out. Ass out. Asses wiggling. Legs out. They done shaved their legs for the first time since February 13th. You know, because if you live on the East Coast, October was the last time they shaved any damn thing. All right. So now they got to shave their legs. They got oil on their legs like they Gloria Velez. All right. They got they everything out. Toes painted. They didn't got manicures and pedicures, toenails painted. I don't know. You ain't tell me nothing. Yep, they got their income tax check. I don't, yeah. Yep, hair done, wig done. They gonna be out here. They got all their cocoa butter on and shit. They ain't can't tell them nothing. Fake tans. Yep, they got their fake tan on. Oh, let me get my fake tanner on. They looking like the orange oompa loompa out there. The white girls. They ready to go get their tan on and be on the lake in the boat. They ain't going to want to hear no shit from you. Oh, settle down, cuffing? Oh, no. No, 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 no. You ain't my man. And then as soon as it get warm, cold again, October. Oh, my God. Me sitting around. I'm a, such a good woman. I deserve a man in my life. These men are all playing games. They play games all spring break, all through summer. And I was getting my guts rearranged, too. And I was having fun. But come on, guys, man up. I'm a good woman. Yes, indeed. They start, dude. This is like they're in heat. They're in heat. This is how they work. They manipulate that. All right, let me get in here. Let me do the first episode, and then I'm going to come back to Super Chats. I know I was fooling around. The bored housewife syndrome. Our stay-at-home wives still a reality well let's take you over to the junior college and we're going to show you man something that the dark side members all know too well there's a lot of hot wives out there there are a lot of lonely bored ass wives and if you don't know what this is this is a profile we won't tell you whose name it is but this is a profile that you'll see over there over at the junior college and we're being invaded by the variety of normies and it's getting despicable over there but you got married but looking a lot of men are in marriages and their wives are over there looking and they get Nate insides cooked. And she says about me, I'm a bored housewife. I'm a bored housewife looking to fill my time with somebody fun, authentic, sweet. And what fun, authentic and sweet. It, wouldn't that be your husband? 
Nope. And attentive. Wait a minute. You're a board housewife, peace leave, itching. I'm looking for an online connection, but never say never. An online connection? Oh, my God. I'm full, I am fully in my feminine energy and ready to give what? Give my time to a discreet masculine man. Guess what? She married to a beta male simp. There it is. You guys see it right there, man. You guys see it right there. And I hate to share these things because there are some people in some wonderful marriages. I know you watch me. You're like, what about the wonderful marriages, coach? Well, what about them? What do you want me to tell you? All right. Live reporting from the wonderful marriages. Here you go. Here's a lovely couple. Here's a guy in a white T-shirt, boxer shorts, in his black church socks. He looks thrilling. They're about to sit down, and they're about to watch what? Another Netflix special. And here comes the wife, and here she comes in an oversized T-shirt, and she's got on booty shorts with her feet out. Congratulations. Oh, she's gained a few pounds since yesterday. She's coming in with a bowl of microwave popcorn, and they're going to sit there and watch three episodes in season four of whatever dumb series they're hooked on. Oh, they look quite entertained here. Okay, here they are having a seat. Are you guys happy? I'm interviewing a lovely, boring, married couple that are thriving out here. What are you guys going to do today? Oh, you're going to watch another episode. Okay, what are you going to do tomorrow? Same thing. Very and, and And the next day, same thing. Oh, okay, good. Um, have you checked her phone, sir? Oh, you don't check phones? Fantastic. Uh, have you checked his phone, ma'am? You haven't checked each other's phone. You both are bored individuals. Nothing to report here, reporting live from the situation. Oh, they starting to argue about something. Holding the remote, I see. Oh, okay. Too much butter on the popcorn. Oh, interesting. They're arguing about, oh, more bickering here. More bickering here. She's asking him, does she find that woman on the Game of Thrones attractive? Oh, I see here. Oh, that's what you like, she says. Oh, you're a metaphile. She says he's a metaphile. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Live from the married house. Nothing's happening. Oh, he left the toilet seat up last night. Oh, he's inconsiderate, she says. Oh, but they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine, she says. Yes. Oh, um, the guy wants to know about her old boyfriend from high school. Oh, I see. Anyway. <laughs> so let's get back to these bored housewives. He chews with his mouth open. Yes, she's, she's now complaining that he chews with his mouth open. Oh, this is getting quite ugly. He says she snores like a pig. Oh, my goodness. This is getting disgusting. Reprehensible, by the way. I don't think the neighborhood knows about this. The PTA doesn't know. <laughs> Well, where are we at here? And here, here we have the bored housewife syndrome here. Do you guys think, do you guys think that it's possible for you to have a housewife in this day and age? Women have too much free time on their hands. So, uh, guys, this is a normal situation. A lot of these married women are pulling the Aisha Curry out on you. Anyway, let's get into a couple more. Uh, no, let me, let me do this. Oh, no, no, no. What, am, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? I'll do the super chats. All right. Shout out to Malik. Malik, did I say that already? Yes. Neo Mass says, Dabario love to my Tuesday night. Gordita. Yes. Shout out to that Barrio love. 
observe and adapt, says coach. Do you think the community will take an L for Rihanna's stank check move during the Super Bowl? Will the stank check replace her the fist bump? Oh, man. I would hate to imagine that happening here. There's a group of people that do not smell good and pleasant many times. And I would it'll, it'd be ill-advised that they would be doing stank checks like that. 2K teacher. He says, never seen so many gumps in my life today with candy and balloons. By the way, coach, you almost broke YouTube with this morning's stream. That stream was elite. Give yourself the celebratory music. Oh, and D, we'll give you this one right here. That was an epic win. And boy, I don't know. What was the comment section looking like? Yeah, man. Hey, the worst simps on Valentine's Day are the simps that didn't prepare themselves. So on February 14th, after work, them gumps be standing at the flower section at six o'clock when they didn't got off the work. They got their pleated pants and their polo shirt with the polo shirt tucked in coming in there. And they got the phone clip. They got the AT&T phone clip clipped to the to their hip with their phone hanging out. Blackberry. OK, pleated ass pants, penny loafers. They run it in. <laughs> They running in. Oh, man, I better get the last bit of flowers. The last flowers off to the side. I'll take those. Man, Jesus. The dictator says, Coach, we did a survey for all men, and bring another girl was number one answer CGA for the win. Oh, we did it already, so shout out to his. Hey, man, bring another girl. That's going to be number one. Anthony says, Anthony D91, starting on Sunday, I will be posting my Cartiana receipts on Locals. And yes, there will be feet pictures. Thank you very much. And shout out to the whoo, the ladies down there. Oh man, they be bad out there, man. I be seeing the videos. I, I, I'm trying to travel. I'm trying to go down there and get me a little some some. All right, PayPal, Memo, Love. I ain't forgot about y'all. Cash App. We ain't forgot about y'all. We got uh, Han Solo. Thank you, brother, for the super chat. Deshaun Rose voted no on the cold the poll, coach. The flatbacks appreciate it. You voted no. <laughs> All right. XL Pro Services says drop neck day. I'm not a big drop neck guy. Like, I don't, you ain't going to get me doing some. Oh, I'll drop my neck on you. I'm going to be like, okay, you finished. All right. And let me finish the job. All right. I ain't trying to get no neck dropped on me. Like, that's the, not the only thing you're going to do with me. You got to finish up. You'll be like, okay, good. You finished. I'm like, you can keep going if you want, but we ain't going to just, we ain't ending it there. Okay. We're going to complete the entire exercise. Grab ankles. All right, where are we at here? Royal Scott says, CGA, thanks for your awesomeness. Keep killing it, and good luck finding your job. Hashtag Coach Gang. P.S. Why don't we say 49er anymore? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And please share Master Splinter's load with Alf. Oh, man. Salute. I forgot about 49er. Forgot about them 49ers. Everybody remembers what a 49er is. Shout out to the 49er gang out here. Ladies, are you a 49er? I know you're not. Nooski says, my girl asked me, why didn't I get her anything for Valentine's Day? I'm um, asking myself, aren't you tired of this normie stuff? Plus, I always get you flowers and stuff. I guess she forgot about those. These women are insatiable. As you know, as you know, you can try to pull that game on um, normie chicks and say, you know what? I get you flowers every week. You can literally on Monday have flowers delivered to her work desk every day of the year, 51 weeks in a row. 
on Valentine's Day, if you do not get her flowers, you'll be telling you to get me flowers. I got you flowers 51 weeks out of the year. I put it on auto auto uh, delivery on 800 flowers. <laughs> All right. It's on auto delivery. Yeah. Well, this time you would have meant it. Oh, by the way, dude, that, that reminds me. That reminds me. And let me do these two super chats and we're going to get into it. Uh, no government name says the breakdown on dating older women at the hour and 28 minute mark of this will keep modern woman single for good stream had me crying. It describes dating in Seattle to a T. All right, to a T, man. Hey, I'm wondering why. And on Instagram, I just put a post out, you know, about single mothers, single mothers. And I don't really want to diss single mothers. What I'm saying is for some men, women are deliberately putting single mothers. Let me see if I can find it real quick. They're deliberately making a decision to be a single mother. And then what happens is if the man, if the man doesn't want it, they get mad. Why do they get mad? I'm trying to figure out. Ladies, why do y'all get mad when a guy says, I just don't want a single mom? And they'd be like, well, you guys are expecting perfection and it's far time that we just overlooked that. And you guys are just a couple of people. You're attacking single mothers. I'm not attacking them. Look, let me play the clip. I got too many clips to play. I'm going to play the clip that I posted on my Instagram. Uh, let me see here. This is it right here. Let me see if I could do it. Here's a, here's a girl with her fun bags out. Let's hear what she has to say. Me and my daughter are actually single, and we're looking for a good daddy. So if you're single, too, and you want to be a really good daddy, hit me up. I mean, I want to see them saggy waggies. I'm interested in that. That about it. She says her and her daughter is single, and they're looking for a good daddy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That looked like a damn, that baby is less than five months old. That baby fresh out the peace leave, looking like a whole dude named Trevor. Trevor is sitting right there all on their baby face. Trevor is, she just got, she just delivered a baby out of her peace leave. And here she is going, anybody looking for me a good daddy? Okay, my question, where the daddy at? Like, what? Hold up, where is the daddy? I'm happy. <laughs> and so when men will go well i'm not raising another man's son well it doesn't mean she can be a good woman now let me let me just compare it let me just compare this if i say this one thing you cannot be which is something she planned out for at least we're gonna say at least a year she planned out having a baby and it took 10 months or nine to 10 months to drop out of your peace sleep. So this is a year effort. Now they be running around here with a list a mile long. He can't be this. He got to make six figures. Got to be this tall. He's got to have brown hair, green eyes. He's got to have this and a job. He got to live in Connecticut. They be out here with a checklist on dudes, a straight checklist. The minute you say, no single mothers. They be out here losing their marbles. <laughs> like, well, you have to take one. You'll have no other choice. Oh, I got a choice.
you can't have standards. Why are you penalizing us for being single mothers? I'm like, you literally penalize men all the time for not being what you want. This is absolutely great. And I, this is in the half of it. Listen to this woman right here. Listen to the next woman. Hold up. So let me get this straight. Oh, now a man gets to work hard all his life, build for himself, and now he has to raise another man's DNA? I don't think so. Now listen to the next lady. A woman has three kids. She should be looking for a man who's a lot older, who's already able to take care of her, her and her three kids. Well, did you hear that shit? She said if a woman has three kids, If a woman has three kids, she should be looking for an older man so he can help her raise her kid. Oh, the humanity. And they sitting up there like, well, you can't this big you can't dismiss us. You're talking bad about single mothers. What? You're literally selling some guy. He's going to work hard, build his life up. He's just going to be sitting around for some woman to have three kids by another man, potentially two other men, potentially three other men. Oh, now just target that simp over there. He'll do it. He ain't got nothing better. <laughs> Get him, man. Get his ass. He ain't got nothing to do. Target his monkey ass. He'll happy to have your fat. Come on, man. Shit is getting crazy. And then if you come, if you put this up there, videos going viral, it's going insane. If you say this, you're the bad guy. Explain this shit to me. And there's even dudes in here. Well, we gotta stop. We gotta date somebody. We having these perfect standards for women. I'm like, this is not a perfect standard. This is just a fair consideration as a human being. This is not a standard. <laughs> like, this is an expectation. Like, don't have another man's DNA. Like, that's the basic. It's crazy, man. It is crazy. Anyway, man, look, I was going to answer something else by a brother here that said, uh, there's no government name, says, I watched both Hammerham and MTR's live stream today, and both are fire funny that I had to watch both of them simultaneously. By the way, I don't date, I mate. That's what we do around here. I don't date, I mate. Woman's asking me today, well, what about the girls that you date? I don't date. I don't date. I mean, that's it. I don't date. I'm not dating is for trying to figure out this. Dating is what is what normies do. Pretty much to almost failure, the, uh, to complete failure. But this is what normies do to act like they're going to be in a romantic relationship. Dating is for normies. Right. They will to sit around and date. Oh, we're going to go on a date. I'm going to get to know you and you're a stranger, complete stranger. I'm going to meet us. You're going to meet. You're going to pull up in your car. I'm going to ring your phone. Are you here yet? Three minutes away. I got a couple of turns. Are you in the parking lot? Okay, I'll text you when you get to the parking lot. You get to the parking lot. I'm here. Ting, ting. Everybody's got to wait. Get out the car. Meet in the middle. Hi, how are you? Shake your hand. Let's go into the restaurant. Walk into the restaurant, open the door, ladies first. I'm going to make my best impression. Oh, hi. Uh, dinner for two, perhaps a booth. Yes. Stand there awkwardly. So, have you ever been here before? Yes, I've been here before. 
well, I've never been here before. It's my first time. Okay. Uh, uh, you can be seated around here. Here you go. Uh, Greg, table for two. Here I am. You can be seated over here. Follow me. Oh, here you go, lady. Uh, follow her. I'll watch her. Boo-hoo-tee. And act like I ain't not watching your boo-hoo-tee. Follow her. Oh, my God. Sit down. Oh, boy. So, uh, restaurant here. Uh, menu. Here we go. Here's the menu. Oh, my God. Oh, shrimp scampi. <laughs> Pull her chair out. Take your napkin. Place it in your lap. Oh, he's a good guy. He can place his napkin in his lap. He's considerate. He's upscale. <laughs> You're sitting there. I'll have the shrimp scat. Oh, ladies first, you order. You want your drink now? What are you going to get? I'll have a lemonade. Oh, my God. Lemonade for me, too. Oh, boy. The waitress leaves. She comes back with bread. Oh, there's bread right there. There's the bread. <laughs> All right. Come on, man. This shit is goofy as hell. I'll have the shrimp scampi. She'll have the Parmesan chicken Parmesan. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. You're eating the food. So, um, what what type of relate? What type of relationship you trying to get into? You know what I mean? Because, you know, I normally take women out to, you know, I don't normally take women out to, but I saw you as just a fantastic type woman around here. What do you like? And she got a face. She got, yeah, she got the salad. She all. Well, <laughs> like what the fuck, man? Who does that? That shit is so corny. It's corny. Waitress interrupting you every five minutes. Are everything okay? Can I top your water? Yes, top my water off. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Everything going great here? Yes, everything's going great. I'm, I'm in the middle of a conversation. You don't have to check on us. We're good. She comes back. Everything okay, man? Stop interrupting me. We're having a conversation. <laughs> All right. Bill comes in. Here comes the bill. And she's sitting there. Yeah. Uh, she ain't looking. She's looking everywhere but the bill. Here you go. Oh, shit. Here we go. I got to pay the bill. This is my third date this week. $100 each down the drain. <laughs> Come on. That's what dating sounds like to me. I don't date. I do not date, man. This is terrible. Like, I would not waste my time. Now, if I, I do take the junior college out to eat. I do take the junior college out to eat. All right, anyway. Maryland guy, I remember I got an ex a diamond bracelet for Valentine's Day. I should have seen the red flags when I saw her drawer full of jewelry from her past boyfriends. Yes, and you just... And you just what? You just another one. And another one. And another one. All right, look, let me play this clip right here because it reminded me of something that this guy said. PayPal people are like, come on. Uh, what did the guy say here? Oh, uh, did I? Well, let me see if that was Newski. Was that Newski? There was somebody that said something. I'm going to play a clip for y'all. No, that wasn't it. There was another brother that said something here. By the way, let's play this clip. This is what happens when you then get commit to the girl in a relationship. This clip is out of order, but I'm going to play it anyway. 
Shout out to the people sharing on locals. And uh, it's going to come from this person right here. Let's go ahead and flash this up on the screen. Uh, this is what normie relationships look like. We're in a happy relationship. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Why? Why can I have that half? Okay, here. But why did you want to give me that to begin with? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's but literally why, the same sandwich cut in half. But why didn't you want to give me that one first? I don't care which one you want. Here, you want this one? Take it. No, I want that one now. Blaze! What one you want now? It's the same fucking feeling. Never mind. I don't want anything. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. He's such a he's so ignorant. He's toxic and controlling. He's so oh, I hate guys. I hate guys. You know she'd be sitting up there talking about I hate guys. Why do guys do this? Is she literally the problem? Like you'd ever do that? Never mind. I don't want any. I don't want any French fries. I don't want any of them. I'll just sit here. Oh baby, do you want a sandwich? Hey, one thing that they do. One thing that they do. And this is what people have to understand. This is how women learn to communicate. And this banter is somewhat orgasmic. This is sexual tension. Is This is the old come hither. You know what I mean? Come hither. It's kind of like she's doing come, come. Come, 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 come. Let's see how much you're going to beg and grovel. Let's see how much you're going to adjust to my bullshit. This is called shit testing. Come on. I'm going to give you shit. And let's see how much you're going to give. And all this attention. Okay, so this is all just classic shit testing and women do this stuff to see if you're going to do it. Now, the way you hold masculine frame against this shit is you make sure they know you ain't adjusting to shit that she's doing. I ain't adjusting to nothing. All right, I'm adjusting to zero. Now, you're going to find out that I ain't coming. All right, there's ain't going to be no push and pull. I, I, you make an adjustment and I'm not going to adjust. Your ass going to keep Keep standing there. You're going to be by yourself. Okay. So this is all kind of playful banter that's somewhat more toxic. It's more because you got to use the argument, the element of surprise. You got to use the keep. Dog. So she's keeping him off guard and he's trying to solve the problem. There is no solution to the problem. Because the solution is almost a lose-lose. If you placate to her, you lose. If you adjust to her, you lose. This is a whole game. And even do your relatives will play this game to you. They'll play this game with you. They'll do something. They'll adjust. And then they'll see if you're going to adjust. And then when you don't adjust, they'd be like, uh-oh, he ain't adjusting. And then they'll blame you. Well, he don't care. He not doing this. He ain't doing it. He's supposed to adjust to me. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. I'm going to tell y'all this real now. And I always tell people this and they don't believe me. I don't adjust to nobody. I'm the king of this shit. I'm just like, I adjust to nobody. Not when you're CGA. Let me tell you something. If I was just a normie dude, if I was a, just a regular normie dude and I had low self-esteem and I just catered to people and tried to adjust to their shit, I don't adjust to nobody. If you think I'm adjusting to you, you sadly mistaken. I adjust to nobody's shit. I told you where I left off is how that shit's going to be. 
Now, if you adjust, your ass going to be off by your goddamn self. I don't know how people don't understand that. Like, what? Okay, anyway. Unless I got two sandwiches. <laughs> anyway. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know what people understand. It's crazy. So, anyway, let me get to the show here. We're going to talk about there's something that I missed. I knew I missed something. All right, I got to put this up on the screen. But, guys, I'm going to tell you all right now. One of the strongest suits that you and guys, you're going to lose people in your life because people don't people expect you. One of the big simp, simp behaviors here is you adjusting. You're automatically going to lose in the game of leverage. Guys, it's always leverage. Don't don't ever let nobody tell you, no, it's, it's this and that. It's always leverage. You always lose if you adjust to someone else first. You always lose. Now, listen. I'm going to tell you, you're going to lose some people in your life. You got to let that ass go. Let them go, bro. I don't care if it's your girlfriend. I don't care who it is. If they think they're going to go around you, or I'm sorry, if they think you are going to go around them, they sadly ass mistaken. <laughs> like, what? Man, please. Now, you better have leverage as a mother sucker, or you better have some damn confidence out here. And my confidence is, it's too much. I have too much confidence. And I always told you, God did y'all a favor. He, If he made me 6'5", it would be over. I would have took over the world by now. <laughs> I would have took over the world. I would have just marched in. But make them learn the hard way. I don't adjust to nobody. I don't. And if you think I am, your ass going to be waiting there like a skeleton. You're going to be dead by the time I adjust to you. Now, not a lot of people can pull this off. Not a lot of people can pull this off. But I gives a F about what you want to do. I give a damn about what I'm going to do. Why? Because I pull my weight. I pull my weight. And I'm proven. And everything that I've done, dude, I lived in a car 10 years ago. I lived in my car 10 years ago. I ain't adjusting to nobody. And I got here. I lived in my car 10 years ago and I got here. I'm here. I'm thriving. I need a job, though. Ain't no way in hell I adjust to anybody that ain't pulled no weight like CGA. Hell no. <laughs> you know what I mean? They be doing it over the dumbest stuff, too. I ain't coming down to your level. Hey, guys, never wrestle in the mud with pigs. Never wrestle in the mud with pigs. Never go to their emotional playground. You meet me at the top of Mount Everest because that's where I'm at. You know, but people don't know that, man. Look, you better get it or because you guys holding on to people. You guys holding on to people that don't give a F about you. Yep. If you wrestle with pigs in the mud, you get dirty. If you mess with people in the emotional playground, you find out you on a kindergarten playground. Not I. Hey, CGA is at the top floor. Come meet me there. You don't want to meet me there. Fine. Stay down there. CGA will go up to the next floor. It is what it is. So, guys, that just know where he, here we go. Here we go right here. We got some more stories here on this St. Valentine's massacre. People will learn. People will learn. Here's a young woman. She's accused of deletion, and we'll go to the footage here. Uh, obviously, she's having a bad day. Let's go ahead and play it. There might be an advert. Of course there is. At Amazon, there's a way up for anyone because there's something for everyone with benefits that start Fox on day one. Snooze. Yes, indeed. Where the conservatives go to banter 
and complain and don't do shit about it. They talk more shit over there and they don't do nothing about it. I never seen a bunch of weaklings than the people over at Fox News. Okay, we're going to do this and we're going to take America back. You ain't going to do a damn thing. You're going to sit over there and talk while the liberals take over the country. But that's neither here nor there, <laughs> right? I mean, this is the biggest group of cowards ever over there at Fox News. All right, anyway, they, I, there, goes, there goes my invitation to Fox News. All right, so this is a woman here, Wisconsin woman. She was uh, accused in the dismemberment slaying attack. I'm sorry, dismemberment slaying. She deleted somebody. Her name is Taylor. This is what she's doing in the courtroom. By the way, uh-oh, look at her. This her right here. In the, man, oh, the humanity. She's a big mastodon, by the way. All right. She done take the do. Oh, man, somebody wrestling. This is what happens. This is when you go low, when people try to make you adjust to them. All right. You wrestling on the floor with this feral animal. Look at her. Oh, she hit him with the damn demolition chop action smash. Look at him. And now this guy, he's over here wrestling on the mud with her. I know she got a feel. I know she got the feel. OK. He got the feel. All right. Here we go. Rachel, call. Rachel. All right. Is there another angle to this? I need another better angle to this. Let me see. There she is right there. Look at this piece of work. All right. Let me see here. Let's play it. I'm looking at Look at this thing right here. She gone. She gone. Look at this. She lit up. Look at this master splinter. And boy, court is boring. I'm going to tell you that, boy. Oh, look at this. He tried to. Stop it. Stop it. She going to jail. Somebody slipped her, oh, her feet out, though. Uh, that has my attention. She do got her feet out. Is that a is that a jail sock? Oh, she ten toes up. Ten toes up, gang. All right, the bailiff. Hey, bailiff, get get active, man. The bailiff struggling with this mastodon. What are we doing? Yeah, she already in jail. Um. Somebody snuck her a, a perk. The bailiff's struggling with this little thing. What, a, what, what we got going on? Feet out and everything. And look at this. Get them toes up. Uh-oh, she's scooting. Oh, she got wrapped up. She got, she's got the cord wrapped up in her toes. Uh-oh. Oh, she got it on the big toe. Her feet all dirty. Man, boy, this is reprehensible. Oh, the lady helping. Okay. Oh, that's all you're going to do? Uh, attorneys is whack. The public defender, not the public defender, the um the district attorney didn't do nothing. Uh-oh, this looks suspect to me. My man making love. <laughs> All right, my man got right between the... Oh, man. What are we doing? All right, we, we need another one. Yeah, hold her legs down. Well, them feet ain't bad, by the way. I, I would take a look. I'll take a look. You have to go out, sir. Clear the courtroom. It's nasty time down there. Oh, that's nasty. Man, she's fighting for her life. She's going to jail forever, by the way. She's going to get an extra couple of months for the lockup. We got three men, one woman. All right. Now we got the train yang. Train yang, 10 toes up. Ladies, that's how you show up to CGA's house right there, right in your pajamas. No feet, no, no, no socks. Straight game. All right, anyway. All right. Shout out to her. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. This is getting toxic.
All right, what else we got here? Oh, this is going to be bad too, guys. Um, Man, again, don't wrestle in the mud with pigs. This is a guy here. I'm going to play his clip. Apparently, this comes from one of those judge shows. I think I talked about this before, to be fair. I think I talked about this before, but I'll talk about it again. People share it on Locals. I know we share repeat stuff every now and then, but I know for sure I talked about this. This is a man. He's allegedly on child support court for television. And he had to serve jail time. And we'll explain it from there. You claim you spent five years in prison for failing to pay child support for the defendant, Miss Sears' son, Dylan. There's Dylan again. And uh, he's not too. He's more than that. By the way, five years in prison doesn't sound right. Not for child support. There had to be something else going on there. But let's continue. That's right. Mr. Manser, you are not his father. Oh, man. Five years in prison. Well, there's Dylan. And he's definitely had another Dylan already. So Dylan already, shout out to Dylan. I think Dylan already made the same mistake that his father did already. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. Yeah, I think that's the same guy. But this story gets even stranger. Here we go. Do you know? Yes, ma'am. You know who his father is. Yes, I talk to him still. Well, that took an interesting turn. This is why we do this. This is why we do this. See, this woman does not care about you. You are a useful idiot. And she will serve no prison time for this despicable crime against humanity. And she's sitting there like, yep. I knew all along it wasn't the father, but I still put his ass in court for child support because he's a deadbeat. Huh? They out here cold-blooded. Now, I did talk about this manipulation. Women do manipulation all the time, but it's seen as a sense of survival. As long as there's a survival element, people will say it's okay. Where's the survival element here? Because the guy was supporting her. She was getting child support from this guy, and he was the better person to get child support from. She had to get her bills paid. I had to eat. I had to put a roof over my head. Therefore, this manipulation is seen as, eh, eh, you know. Now, when men manipulate, it's illegal. Like, if I trick you into giving me some peace leave by saying I'm a doc engineer doctor and you give me the peace leave, that's not for survival. That was for my own edification and gratification, right? So therefore, it's illegal. But this people will commit crimes against humanity and people will just say, well, there's no repercussions for that. Okay. And she's sitting there. Yep. I knew this shit all the time. And I know who the baby daddy is. And I knew it the entire time. And they be out here cold. Now, do you know? Yes, ma'am. You know who his father is. Yes, I talk to him still. Yeah. Now, look at this. 
<laughs> Look at this face right here. Now, this face, you know what this face means right here? He's got his jaw right here. He's got his teeth. He's gnashing his teeth. He's foaming at the mouth. Now, the girl's the other way. This man wants to take her life for sure. This man is thinking about committing a crime against humanity. This is what he's thinking. But now look at his eyes. He's got the char he's got the dilated pupils like Charlie Brown. He's ready to end it right now. He's thinking about it. But he can't do it. He can't do it because even if he does it now, she has a reason to claim to be, you know. See, I knew I told you he was a bad guy. He deserved to be in prison for five years. All right. But these are the type of things that men deal with out here. And we are still being out here accused of being despicable human beings i just don't get it i don't get it and the other person faces no penalty let's go to this article right here and then we'll go to the super chats here's a article about where is it at wait a minute i can't find the damn thing hold on let me let me get to the tab this is olivia wilde i've covered her as well she served i think she served her ex-husband or no her ex-husband served her while she was on stage presenting. So, and he apologized for that. But I want you to look at this. This goes at the theme that I was talking about earlier, which was anxiety, depression, and, and all of these things. I'm thinking most of these people are just lazy Fs. They don't want to work. We have a we have a community of lazy people. And I despise laziness, although there are some times that I feel lazy. But, dude, you can't outwork me many times. There's just some people who don't want to do shit. And this is prime example. Olivia Wilde and Jason Sadecki's ex-nanny files a lawsuit, claims she, she suffered severe anxiety over their breakup. I'm sorry, what? This is on Valentine's Day. Her ex-nanny files a lawsuit. Over what? There it is. These buzzwords, you guys are going to figure this out. And I was one of the first people. I think Andrew Tate, to be honest, called this out as well. But I've been on this kick for a long time. These buzzwords are going to be used by these buzzards to get out of just about everything. And I just cannot stand it. I can't stand this shit. It's getting out of hand now. I mean, it's been out of hand. And I worked in education for 15, 16 years on college campuses, and they were doing this shit back then. First, it was ADHD. Well, I have ADHD. I can't behave. Now it's this depression, anxiety, stress bullshit. Everybody got it. And you got it because these people broke up. What? <laughs> okay, so what does that mean? Yeah, lady, ma'am, what, what? What that mean? She says right here, the former nanny is suing the pair for wrongful termination, the woman, Erica, I don't know her last name, claims she suffered severe anxiety and stress amid their tumultuous 2020 breakup as she felt she was forced to pick sides. And when asked for a three-day leave of absence for her mental health. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to keep pointing this out. I'm going to keep pointing this out. I know there's some people that be like, yeah, but coach, this is what I'm talking about. I, I, I get what you're saying. I'm trying to be fair here. 
but I'm also trying to draw the line. I'm up to my ears with this shit. <laughs> I'm trying to help you guys out. I know there's a lot of guys that suffer from mental health. I know there's a lot of women that suffer from mental health. I think 90% of the people claiming they do this shit, you don't have shit. You're just a lazy piece of shit. That's what you are. And you're probably talentless, talentless and clueless. Here's the thing. You had three days of mental health stress. What? We're suing? This is out of control. This victim card is just a victim card. Almost 90% chance. And even if it's not, bruh. And what happened? You got held accountable for some shit that you weren't supposed to do. Here it is. She was abruptly fired. Well, I had mental health. So what? What happened was, let me tell you what happened. She tried to take the day off. And they said, you can't take the day off. And then she said, I'm going to take it off anyway. And they said, go ahead. You're fired if you take the day off. She got fired. And now her ass claiming mental health. Trying to get money. This is crazy, man. I mean, I, I, I'm 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 going to point this out every time just so you can see the point of view that I'm speaking from. For the people who we need help, and we're going to talk about men needing help. Go get some help. I don't give a damn. Why you got to be out here talking about the shit <laughs> all the time? I mean, I figure if I'm suffering from something like that, I wouldn't say shit to nobody in public about it. I wouldn't even have that shit documented in court records. But the fact that you're doing it tells me it ain't true. Because it's always associated when, when you're just about to get a punishment. It's always there. That shit always shows up. Soon as you about to get a punishment, soon as you about to lose your job, soon as you about to get grounded, soon as you are about to get arrested, soon as you about to get the death penalty, soon as you about to IRS coming for you, soon as you about to get a damn punishment, here it comes. This is this is getting out of control. I know well, you don't want to see it my way, but this is this is getting beyond belief. All right, so uh, let's get in here. Because then you got to go all the way around to try to kowtow to this person who really just ain't going to come up and admit they got caught. <laughs> yeah, now they want to talk about it. See, that was the other thing that I want to say here because this is what I dealt with coaching college sports is that they be partying, shaking their ass, smoking weed, ha-ha, and kikiing, laughing. But as soon as you get caught and I'm about to rain down on your ass, then they be like, well, I have depression. Now now all of a sudden it's there. Now it's there. Well, I just saw you ha-ha and then kikiing last just a few days ago. Guys, you guys got to watch out. That's going to be a big one for you. And guys, your kids are going to use that against you. Your ex-spouse is going to use it against you. Your mama going to use it against you. Your daddy going to use it against you. Your whole damn family going to use it against you. Your Dude, what people at your job are going to use it against you. It's going to be crazy. So get used to it. Get used to it, guys. Man, it's, it's, it's one of those things that I, I just, you know, at some point, we're going to have to start pulling these people whole card. <laughs> right, for real. Where are we at? Let me do some super chats. How about that? We show love to the people who show love to us. We got LaWar Moore. Shout out to the coach gang. The mighty coach gang. Happy value time. Value. Value time day. Value time. Shout out to you. Value time day. Yes. 
Genetic Freak, shout out to you. Thank you for the emoji. George's M with the laughter of something that I was explaining. King Uru says, told the chick, I can get you the Valentine's Day stuff, but I would be lying to you with flowers. She said she wanted the lie. Oh, man, damn. She was like, give me the flowers. <laughs> give me the flowers. And I don't know what's up with flowers. I'm not a big flower guy. They be getting flowers. Women get flowers. You know, their olfactory nose is like, you know, two times, two times more efficient than our nose. We don't smell ourselves. They be smelling themselves all the time. And I'd be like, what do you smell? I smell Badussie. Mm. All right. But um, they get their they get their flowers. They'd be like, oh, these are great. Look at these flowers. It's a hybrid of tulips for your tulips. They get them, smell them. Oh, my God. They smell so good. I'd be like, what the hell? They smell. I didn't smell shit. Let me see this. All I smell is dirt. Mm. All I smell is dirt. I don't smell nothing. Let me smell it. What? You don't smell that? Smell like potpourri. Let me smell it. Smell like dirt. Mm. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, I don't smell nothing. What, what are y'all smelling? They be walking past flowers. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Let me smell it. Let me smell it. Let me smell it. Y'all acting like I'm missing this shit. Like, I've been walking around by 15 flowers. Let me smell it. Still smells like dirt. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't smell flowers. I don't have this talent. I don't have this. Whatever it is, the Lord forgot to put in flower smell for me. I smell nothing. <laughs> Am I the only one? I don't know. I don't smell flowers. Like, what are y'all smelling? I don't get it. <laughs> Where are we at? Y'all says, uh, anyway, it is. It must be a superpower. I don't have it. First thing they get, oh, look at the flowers. We have to have a flower smelling contest out here. So let's see here. You must have to be a lady to smell flowers. All right, anyway, what do we got here? Did I get uh, Humble Lee? He says, uh, he says, keep doing cheese's work, coach. He says, you might have to check out a couple of docs on YouTube. Hypernormalization. And the century of the self. Anyway, wow, hypernormalization. You know what I think? <laughs> we got too many people sitting around thinking this shit. That's what I think I got. You know what I mean? Like, for real, they come up with some stuff, man. But anyway, I'll check that out. Where are we at here? Sheldon Ross says, I wonder how many lawyers are actively trying to fight these terrible laws. Zero. Mm. He says, would you... He says, what do you think would be the best way to change them? Dude, listen, I hate to be a nihilist here. The laws are not changing. Not in the favor, not, not the way we want. All right, even China, though, is trying to have women having bastard kids. Because why? We got to the point where we actually dug ourselves a hole. Right? So now we're having, now even China, who they, you could not have no kids out of wedlock in China. They wasn't going for it. They actually told you how many kids you can have. They was like one kid. And if it's a girl, throw it away. I mean, they were brutal back in the day. Okay. Now they're like, our population's declining. Okay. You dumbass. Listen, 
Okay. Now they're like bastard kids. We don't care. Just have kids. All right. And this is somewhat when you when you see what China's doing to adjust, you see why United States did what they did by loosening the social constraints against having premarital sex and children out of wedlock because our pe- population would have declined significantly if we all of a sudden put the brakes on having children out of wedlock. We wouldn't have a lot of the people that we have. Okay, so with this being said, the only way laws loosen up is when they find that their solution, their original solution, and their greed got them in trouble. So now family law judges and all of these people, their greed got us in the situation that we are in. Their, Their greed to get child support money and Title IV-D money got us in the situation where we have nothing but toxic families and we have kids in the juvenile detention system in the prison pipeline and now it's out of control and fathers deleting themselves fathers going crazy it, it's it's out of control so now they're like give give fathers 50 50 custody it's not because it's the right thing to do it's not because lawyers fought for it it's because they got their ass in the pickle that's why and they could no longer be greedy And then they started to change the laws. They didn't change the laws. They just loosened up on how they judged against things. That's all they did. No laws will change. None. I don't care if you guys march. I don't care if you guys get lawyer associations together. I don't care if you guys can pull me. The laws aren't changing. Period. So as Mr. Palmer says, change the laws in your mind. Laws will never change. There will never go. No fault divorce will never go out of style. All right. The child support laws, they're, they're never going out of style. These greedy sum of, of a guns are going to keep doing this. Shout out to, uh, and don't get your hopes up that it's changing. It is not. And guys, just so you know, Hafiz and the likes, the laws have not changed. You know what changed? The economy has changed. The economy has changed. Right? The economy has changed. So now you're hearing women trying to be more agreeable. Oh, I want to be agreeable, as I predicted when I wrote the evolution. Soon as we get, what are the five things that will change anything? An economic collapse of epic proportion is one of them. I played you a video on old brother talking about this. When the economy changes, so does relationships. The one thing we have here, the one thing we have here in America that almost no other country has other than Western Europe, is that women here have big daddy government, period. This is the reason why dudes can go to Colombia and say, I can find traditional women. Same thing as Philippines and Thailand and all of these things, all of these places. The reason why it it exists that way is they have no government to lean on. The government don't hang on uh, support women like that. They have no support from the government. Zero. Zero. The reason why it works here and women can act like they're supporting themselves and doing it is because the government supports them. That's it. And as long as that exists, you're going to have the situation that we have here. And if guys aren't paying attention, as I said, go ahead. The women can be more agreeable all they want, but the laws haven't changed. You're still privy to the laws that expose the men prior to this previous economic collapse. And yes, the West is drowning right now. You just don't know it. This is why they're telling you there's all kind of things in the sky that they got to shoot down. Please. Mm. (laughs) Okay. 
now let's just get back to the show. It's what it is. Laws haven't changed. Not one law has changed in the family court in, in damn near 15 years. Not one. But I got people saying, well, marriage is different. The women are one to be agreeable. Not one, not one single solitary law, Shane. The other reason it won't change is because the lawyers are double dipping. Shout out to all the lawyers that follow me. They're double dipping. You're hiring lawyers to defend yourself against all odds. They know you have no chance in hell, but they'll take your money. They get paid whether you win or lose. And if you just so happen to win, it'll be a surprise to them. But they'll take your money. All lawyers belong to the same state bar association. Whether they're um, criminal lawyers and they represent the plaintiff or the defendant, whether they represent the petitioner or the respondent, they all are on the same team. They get no benefit from slam dunking lawyers and judges on the other side for your punk ass kids. There's no benefit. Well, they don't hold records over there. They ain't got no scoreboard. I help 50 fathers get their kids. There's no record. They don't give a F. Just give me your money. Just, just plunk down your damn. Get your punk ass over here and plunk down your damn uh, retainer. They're going to use it up, and they're going to come back and get some more retainer. They don't give a F, and I'm telling y'all the true, unadulterated, pure facts over here. Them lawyers aren't helping you. They're helping themselves. They're going to drag the shit out five months, ten months, four retainers. Then they sending you a bill. Screw them, bro. So don't think they're going to help you. They ain't helping you. They're helping themselves. You done sent their whole grandkids to college fighting with your damn useless-ass ex-wife. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Sometimes just wash your damn hand. They ain't going to do nothing for you. Speaking my mind says, happy MGTOW Day. Screw Valentine's Day. All right, shout out to you. Thank you, man. And everybody's on the same dole as well. Everybody's on the take. Counselors, therapists, family law, attorneys, judges, bailiffs, everybody's on the take. You, if you, and guys, who thinks I'm lying about this? Go watch the movie Divorce Corp if you think I'm lying. And all they need to do is get women to believe they can punish you in court. That's all. As long as they can drag you out, embarrass you, have you show up in court, file documents, waste your damn time. She going nowhere. She wants government money. She wants them handouts. She wants the free money, tax-free. She ain't going to do shit. All they got to do is drag you there. They'll do the rest. <laughs> it's, it's a game. The lawyers ain't going to stop her from doing it. Uh, let's see here. We got Venmo love. He says, not my cousin Vinny, coach. Get help. Yeah, cousin Vinny. Where we at? Where we at here? Uh, no government ain't coached. The views are kind of down today. He says, looks like some of the group got to shuffling and ran down and grabbed some flowers tonight. Oh, we got some loving guys here. We got some loving guys here. Macaroni Tony for the married men that finally making love without the glove because it's their special day. All right, dude, do you guys know that there's married people that use condoms? There's married people that use condoms. All right. Their wife will be like, I don't want to take birth control. 
I don't want to take birth control, but I don't want any more kids. And you can't get a vasectomy because I might change my mind. So guess what? You got to have condom sex with your wife. On Valentine's Day, she was like, mm, and you could take the condom off. Who knows that? There's married people that have condom sex. <laughs> I'm really ruining it. I don't want mar I don't want to ruin marriage for you. But yeah. There's people that do it. <laughs> he said, dudes, pull out game. Somebody said, yep. There's married men that do it. It's not a I don't think it's a lot, but I wouldn't know. I'm not in the bedroom with them. But it's normally sitting around. She doesn't want to take the birth control because the birth control somehow messes her up and makes her gain weight. It, it, it's going to be centered around that. It gets her cycle irregular. And she's just like, I'm not going to thrash my body for, for you and keep taking birth control and mess up my hormones. So you wrap it up. If you want this marital missionary, put the condom on. See, we got somebody in telling you right here. Said it's true. I tell you what they won't tell you. Now, I've never done no shit like that when I was married, but I know I, I used to hear people say, I'm like, you had sex. You put a condom on with your wife? Oh, my Lord. Might as well stay single. <laughs> Putting the love glove on, Macrimony Tony, did you hear? The government shot down four UFOs the other day. I did hear that. New, 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 new world order. He said they said it's not alien, though. All right, gentlemen, it's time to walk in the spirit of Elijah under the tutelage of see God Allah. Hit him with the of the humanity. We are getting some. Woo, interesting times. We got Macaroni Tony, never in the history of Neverdom, as any non-eunuch man said, quote, I'm with her because her conversation is just so good, unquote, end quote. Uh, quit fooling y'all sales for this pagan holiday. Yeah, I'm not a holiday person celebrating. I'll do the bare minimum with the holidays. I'll participate. I'll put up Christmas lights and whatnot, but I ain't trying to break my neck. We got El Jefe, happy Valentine's Day. I texted one of my former sugar babies, young sugar babies, a few days ago, and she texted back. She had a boyfriend who didn't know she was a sugar baby. Wow, she just broke up with him. Most breakups happen on Valentine's Day. Now I'll just wait for her text, CGA for life. They do, they do. Namely because, namely because she's expecting something big and it doesn't happen on Valentine's Day, right? So she gets a big disappointment, right? She gets a big disappointment, and then she thought she was getting something special. She didn't, and then she just says it's over. We got a couple more Super Chats. I might, my messed up thing, my, let me see here. Oh, no, these were for earlier for today. I'm going to do one more. Macaroni Tony says, breaking news, we, the coach gang, have to congratulate Mark Anthony too early. Oh, we congratulate him. His Juco wife is reportedly prego for their sake. My may God reward them with longevity. Also, that's what it was. That's why they're getting married. I think he got proposed, so he's making her an honest woman. Okay, so let's get back to the show. Thank you, brothers, for that one. Make her an honest woman. They do that in the Mexican. I think he's Mexican. Is he Mexican? I don't know. All right, mental health issues for men. We went in there and told you about mental health issues for women. Let's talk about mental health issues for men. It's not as long as a sec. It's not a long as long as a, of a segment, but we certainly are going to explore what mental health issues are available there for men. Men, if you want to seek therapy and whatnot, and you have one of these issues, this is something that you have to report. I'm sorry, have to have to seek out for yourself. 
the five most common male mental health disorders. Now, some of these disorders are not as strong as the women, or it doesn't represent like even the disorders that they mentioned. It's still 75% of the diagnosis go to the women. Now, the next article I show you is going to explain why. It says men are less likely than women to be diagnosed. Now, I'll read the rest of the sentence. But why are men less likely than women to be diagnosed? <laughs> All right. Is it because they don't have it? Or they go get a diagnosis and it doesn't exist? We know this probably is not true. It's most of the time they don't go to get seen. Then we'll talk about why they don't go. All right. But it says right here with any of the most common mental health disorders and those who have received the diagnosis are less likely to seek treatment. Yet nearly four times as many men are as women die by self-deletion. All right. So here we go right here. All right. So this is a little misleading. I will say right now, but I'm being biased. The women are like, you're being biased. Okay. Let's see how they tried to draw the lines there. They say many men, men don't, men are less likely to get diagnosed. Even when they're diagnosed, they are less likely to receive the treatment. Yet they're four times as likely to uh, self-delete. Now we've already determined that women are more likely to attempt self-delete. So you using that as a means to say men are self-deleting because they are probably not getting treatment is wrong. Because women are getting more treatment. They're getting more diagnosis. They're more likely to be affected by these situations. They want us to be highlighting it. I'm highlighting it. They are more likely to attempt self-deletion. They just can't carry it out successfully. And this is un not unlike many other things in their lives. They have trouble following through. Not that I want them to. It's just what it is. Many times it's just a cry for attention. Like just about anything. It's just the, the damsel in distress. Help, help. That's all. But it says, why don't men receive the diagnosis or care to have the care? Why don't they <laughs> receive the diagnosis and care? They need to heal from common male mental health disorders. Okay. Number one. And I, before I read, we've already established. I'll leave it to you. Because I've already established this in many of these mental health disorders that they mentioned. But I'm going to see if you remember it. I'm going to ask you now. I'll ask you now. I'll ask the coach gang. What is the cure for depression? You're on the clock. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You didn't get it. Let's go back. What is the cure or what is the treatment for depression? Well, if you remember earlier from my stream, and I could be wrong here. You can correct me. When we get down to BPD, and when we get down, because I'm not telling you what the cure is. I don't know. But when we get down to BPD, 
which is one of them five most common, spoiler alert, they said earlier that many of these uh, things are untreatable. Remember, remember when I read that, and I'll have to pull it up, but it said almost word for word that it was essentially no way to treat it. Like they had no treatment or cure. It, they had something specifically that they said there. They were like, oh, it just doesn't really have anything. And then they, they said, when there's a comorbidity, I read that. There basically was nothing. Okay. There was nothing that they could do in many times. Some of the treatment is long-term. Some of the times you might have to see several therapists until you find the right one. But just as you know, if, if I type in, I'm going to type it in because I'm actually curious to know this. And maybe I can ask a therapist here. What is the cure for depression? Uh, we haven't even this. Here we go right here. Cure. What is the cure? Let me see here. Oh, I, I found something here. I have something right here. This is just one piece of evidence. Right here. We'll put this up on the screen. Because we're asking why people don't get treatment. Somebody says, ask chat GPT. Here it is right here. I want you to read this. Treatment versus cure. There it is right there. There's the line. There is no cure for depression. But there are lots of effective treatments. Okay. People can recover from depression and live long, healthy lives. So they can recover from it, but they could possibly relapse just like drugs. This is why I think you're an idiot for doing drugs. Okay. Because most of the time, the treatment is very significant and costly. And it could take a long time and you can relapse and all of these things. Sometimes it's beyond your control. In this situation, this could be beyond your control. Now, with this being said, if there's no cure, this might explain why people don't go get the treatment. Let me see right here. It says right here. Why don't men receive the diagnosis? Wait, why? it says it right here. Why don't men receive the diagnosis and care they need to heal from common male mental health disorders. And they said to heal. To heal. Now, my interpretation is, and I'm going to look it up. I'm going to go look up definition of heal. Right? Definition of heal. What is the definition of heal? And it says... It says to become sound and healthy again. Become sound and healthy again. Which is conflicting with what the definite, what, what the, the cure is for. There's no, there's no sound and healthy again. You can recover, but there's no cure. So I'm just going to assume, I'm just assuming here, I may be wrong. I'm willing to be wrong here. As to why men don't spend the time getting the help to heal is because many times there is no cure 
Why don't men receive the diagnoses and care they need to heal? There is no healing. I guess there's a recovery. But there's no true cure. Maybe they can change that. Maybe they can change that. <laughs> okay. Some people may think it's a spirit that you might need to exercise. Okay. And it says right here, social norms around gender teach young men that they should be emotionally strong and avoid showing vulnerability. So these are the things that they're saying here. They're pulling the old Andrew Tate tells you to toughen up. But why many times if a man shows emotional vulnerability, he's sometimes mocked, ridiculed. Many times the information that he is sharing is used against him, not in therapy, not in counseling. Many times he can open up and then it not be useful if you're in a couples therapy situation. You can still take the blame. And I've heard people, men specifically say, when they went to find these cures, they end up taking the blame because it was much easier. It's just much easier to take the blame, right? And so they'll go in there and they'll say, you know what, I'll just take the blame. Where as opposed to women might go to therapy and then come out and say, well, I got five other people to blame and this person helped me blame other people. Now, this is atypical. It could be typical, but I'm not sure. I I'm just drawing conclusions here and I'm being very generic. But they're also being very generic as well. And they're also being misleading because men know if they show emotional weakness it could be it could be a situation where they fall right down the la the ladder of what of the hierarchy men avoid showing vulnerability because it's used against them right so men have found that out just show just demonstrate this in your life now this is an, an excuse therefore men tend to downplay their mental health symptoms and don't acknowledge what they're going through and are reluctant to seek help. Man, have you ever went to go seek help? Right? Have you ever went to go seek help? And then they end up just saying, well, we'll just blame you. Or the help takes too long. To, and you're like, I don't, I don't want to spend 13 weeks on this. I'd rather just become David Goggins and jog it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll just run five miles. Fuck it. And sometimes during that time, he might find his cure. Common male mental health symptoms. Men don't talk, men don't tend to talk openly about their emotional struggles, such as feeling sad, worthless, and hopeless. Is that true? I, I don't think that's true. And I'm going to say this when we get to the first male symptom. Okay. I think there's a segment of men here that are expressing significant sadness, hopelessness, and they do it all the time. As a matter of fact, during my stream, I will have maybe one guy a week say, coach, I'm feeling hopeless. Now, I can't help him. I'm not a therapist. But there are some men that are lonely and hopeless. Society does nothing for these guys. Zero. No one cares. They only care in one instance. We got a, okay, Um, shout out to Marlon Buckley. He says, hey, coach, I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and you are right when it comes to male mental health. Thank you, sir. We got a male mental health therapist licensed, and I'm trying not to be critical of the profession particularly, but he says you are right 
when it comes to male mental health therapy. Uh, male mental. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And if any other male, uh, any other therapist wants to come up, you're certainly welcome to. Just let me know. Now, let me just say this. People don't care only under one circumstance do people care about male mental health. Actually, I'll give you two. Number one, they care when it affects a woman. If it doesn't affect a woman and there's no woman around and that dude's a loner, that dude doesn't do nothing. He comes and goes. People ignore him. People just avoid him. Oh, he's kind of awkward socially. If he's not in a relationship or don't have kids, nobody gives a shit about that guy, period. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Even if he's self-deleted, and which we don't want you to do, nobody would care. They just sweep his ass up next. But if there's a woman involved, they care. Number two, the way they would care about a man that's suffering is if he was harming other people. He wouldn't go with harmed other people. They're going to say, see, there he is right there. Okay. So that's the only two re ways that they care about men. Other than that, they don't give a shit. So I don't want to hear about people giving a shit when it comes to men, but this is just what it is. Now, this is where I'm going to help you guys out here because we're going to go through the five common. One, this is not five. This is more than five. Number one, aggression and violence. Yes, that's a red flag right there. That's a red-ass, dead-ass flag. And I've warned people about having this rage. Rage is not good. You have to overcome rage as much as you can. You talk about red pill rage, and there's a guys that a lot of guys have rage, and I can feel it in your comments. Pause. But this rage is not good. Right? Aggression is one thing, but violence, uncalled for. It's not necessary. So... This one is something that you do have to find some way to overcome it. If you do experience violence, wishing harm on people, this is not healthy, right? We need to start redirecting this because some of these things can be redirected in a positive way. So this one I know a lot of men suffer from. And all of us go through periods of this where we're getting triggered violence. We look at somebody potentially that might have harmed us before and wish ill will. Right. So we want to redirect. We want to redirect. OK, so how the uh, the other male and somebody wanted me to cover this. They said, what about men? OK, I'm covering it right now. High risk activities. What are we talking about here? What is high risk activities? Remember, the women had bipolar disorder, <laughs> postpartum depression, postpartum psychosis, 85 percent, 50 percent. My first two are aggression and violence and high-risk activities. Y'all going to have to come with some more shit than this. What? What, they get on a motorcycle and ride 100 miles an hour? What is this? Pay for play? <laughs> this is mental health? Like, okay. Like, I had, when I had the women, I gave it a shot. I Googled it. I gave it a shot. Women had all kind of shit. Diagnosis of this, headbands, blah, blah, blah. Here we got, we, we got number two high-risk activities. Okay, I need a very much a clear definition of what that is. All right, but we don't want to be risking our lives for things. All right, let's go to number three, substance abuse. Yeah, this is a bad one. Sometimes people do cope and they might feel better abusing substances. I don't I don't think you should use any substances that you can be addicted to. Right. But substance abuse is a big one. Um, both men and women do this, but 
This one doesn't distinguish between, I mean, it's on the men's list, but it also was on the women's list. And it was high on the women's list. Remember they said, and the next one was, oh, do they have alcohol? No, they don't. Alcohol, well, substance abuse could be alcohol. But then when I showed you alcohol related to women, they were like, oh, it affects women worse. So right now, the big one to me is the aggression and the violence. That's the hugest one. Hugest. Physical issues such as chronic headaches and stomach ache. Look how passive. <laughs> All right. I'm just, as a comparison, I gave you the show today. Look how passive these issues are. When, when we was going on the women's list, it was going crazy. Now, here's the men. The biggest one only. Now, we got headaches and stomach aches. <laughs> Here it is. The next one. Feeling of restlessness and difficulty focusing. <laughs> this should seem hard. How is this harming anybody? I got a stomach ache and I got headaches. I'm restless. I got restless leg syndrome. You know what I mean? Man, my mental, I better go talk to a therapist. I got restless leg syndrome. I can't focus. Like, you're like, dude, the only one standing out to be the aggression and violence. Next one, appetite and weight change. Like, you know, my appetite's weird. Better go sit down and talk to someone. <laughs> Lady, are the ladies in here? Are the ladies? I can't focus. You know, my, my, my weight's changing. What about this one? Fatigue. I'm tired. These are the common male mental health syndrome. What are we doing? That last one, obsessive thinking. Obsessive thinking. I'm just thinking all the time. I'm thinking about how to be the man. I'm thinking about how to get a Bugatti. These are the symptoms. Okay, are these a disorder? Where's the disorders? Okay, we got obsessive. We got OCD. Here I am. I showed up finally. OCD is on the list. Anxiety. Panic disorder. General anxiety disorder. Social anxiety. That's, that, that's a good one. <laughs> Phobias. These shits sound very passive in comparison to what we were listening to. Now, substance abuse disorder. Men are almost two times more likely to binge drink than women. That could get you in trouble. And most of their, it says right here, and have consistently higher rates of alcohol-related deaths and hospitalizations. What it sounds like, when it comes to men and their mental health, most of the collateral damage is done to themselves. This is just me guessing. I'm just reading it right here. Most of the time, it seems like they're just being isolated. And then they do things that harm themselves as opposed to when it's on the woman's side, they tend to be harming everybody else. Right. This is like everybody else got to suffer. Whereas when the men do it, they're by themselves in isolation, harming themselves. Right. So we need to make sure we're telling men hallucinogens, marijuana, pain, prescription painkillers, right. Isolation, alcohol, Guys need to kick those substances. PTSD. PTSD. Almost 60% of men experience at least one trauma in their lives, typically related to accidents, physical assault, combat, witnessing death or injury. PTSD. 
isn't just for some military veterans. And let me just say this. Now, now that you bring up military veterans, now that you bring up military veterans, and let's talk about homelessness, and not only that, football players, combat sport players, if we really were concerned about mental health, why aren't the veterans getting the help they need? I'll wait. If we're really concerned about mental health for men, because y'all always trying to just throw black men in there. Black men need this. If we really were concerned, you got all these military veterans out here literally being abandoned, divorced at significant rates, lost everything. They don't care about, dude, I, I'm convinced nobody cares about mental health unless there's one thing associated with it, and that's relationships. If there's a woman involved, now they care. All right. Or if they're going to harm someone, which that does happen, probably happens more than we know. But men in the military are not getting their true. Those men need those things. Those men need help. And they're being left out here in the cold. Ultimately, probably high rates of homelessness. Oh, high rates of self-harm and self-deletion. Oh, nobody talks about that. Nobody cares. High rates of divorce, high rates of PTSD. Nobody cares. And I'm I'm convinced. I don't want to hear nobody get on their virtual, virtuous signaling pedestal about men in therapy and mental health. I don't want to hear it. You got homeless men. Men are more likely to be homeless. Much of it too due to military drug use and or divorce and or something related to mental health. Nobody cares. I don't want to hear about black men going to therapy. Get veterans into therapy. Get homeless men into therapy. Get people that have gone through divorce into therapy. Forget all of that bullshit. This is getting ridiculous. Like I'm looking at this. This is not, this is, this is mostly due to isolation. We got bipolar disorder showing up. We got bipolar disorder showing up. And it says right here, as we know, it says right here, while bipolar in young men isn't as common as other male mental health conditions. All right. So it ain't even that common. I actually dis disclosed that when I talked about the women, I think they were almost up to uh, 60 to 80% of the BP bipolar disorder, not BPT, but the bipolar is women. It's not that common, but they're saying it's common, more common in men between the ages of 15 and 24. Why? I mean, there's a why there's got to be a reason why I'm not going to go into that. But there could be guys going hopped up on testosterone. All right. Natural testosterone hopping up. Yes, you're going to see guys being aggressive and manic. And yes, I'm going to say it's normally testosterone's included. And not only that, the girls around them are developing their little teats and their little booties around that time. And that's not helping the cause. And I'm not blaming them. But yes, this could get out of control for a lot of young men. All right, treatment for common male. This was the list. This was the list. <laughs> yo, yo, when I did the list for women, that shit was everywhere. They had 80 million pages. Nah, man, the list is very, very much innocent and it's mostly going to affect the, that individual only. But let's be honest. They don't care. They don't care. Let's get into this. And I wish they would care so we can stop acting like uh, reporting these things here. But we, we when we use the veterans in the mental health, oh, also, also football players. 
football players, they suffer from what? Um, uh, football players suffer from CTE. As a means to show you they don't care, the whole damn NFL allegedly is hiding it. <laughs> They're hiding it. Oh, we don't want this shit to get out. Oh, they care, right? We care. We only care when OJ snaps and Antonio Brown goes buck wild. Oh, he got CTE. And even when they do it, we laugh at him. Oh, they got CTE. And then they, the person like Junior Seau takes his life. They sweep his ass under there. They give him a memorial and they say good things about him. Oh, he was a good man. He was a good, honest man. What? They don't care. They don't care. Yep, there was a bunch of wrestlers that sued and a lot of wrestlers do die young. They sued for CTE and lost the case. They don't care. They fought it. Now, if a bunch of WNBA players fought the WNBA or the NBA and sued them for anything related to their mental health, they would win the case outright. I'm just telling you, man, this is not a, the, 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 the likelihood that they care about men's mental health is bullshit. They don't. When men get divorced, do they be like, oh, man, you guys are really going through a tough time. And men probably need therapy. They can't even afford therapy because their kids are being used against them. And, um, yes, I'm going to say all men that are divorced probably need some therapy because I think it's an equivalency between divorce and death because it is the death of your lineage. It is the death of your family. It is the death probably from your association of your children. So, yes, your kids are going to experience this death and trauma. It is traumatic. It's probably the most traumatic thing I've ever gone through. Fortunately, I say fortunately because a lot of people experience way more trauma than I have. Now, with that being said, when a man opens his mouth, when a man opens his mouth and says, you know what? My divorce is causing me all kind of financial strife. I'm going crazy and cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. This woman's dragging me. I can't see my kids. Do they help you? The big fat answer is no. Nope. Again, these people want men to go seek help, but then when you open your mouth about it, they got nothing for you. They literally just sit there and mock you, and they say who hurt you in a mocking way. But they're supposed to care about men's health in therapy. They literally ask you who hurt you. Just man up. Just pay the bill. And you're hurting. See, this is what I'm talking about. I don't want to hear all this virtue signaling about what men need to do and all of this bullshit. No, nobody cares. And then they wonder why. Here's the article. Why don't men want to talk about their mental health? Because we're getting mocked every time we do it. They just want us to be quiet about it and go talk in the room. Don't say nothing. Don't bring it out here. This is actually weird reading this stuff. It's reading this stuff, and I got to call out the bullshit. If they wanted men to get some help, they would be more encouraging and not mock men. But to be truthfully, compared to what the women are dealing with, men, we got it easy. And I'm going to say this and close it up. More than likely, some of the mental health shit you're dealing with has to do with their relationship, a woman, a marriage, or a divorce, or your money. Or you can't get no peace leave. It's that simple. Men are simple as hell. All right. I wanted to touch on this. And shout out to Marlon. I wanted to touch on this. Because 
that don't fall for the bullshit. You will be less likely to go up there saying you got depression and, and aggression and getting out of any damn thing. Okay. All right. Until we deal with the, I would say number one priority in mental health is number one is veterans in America. Until they deal with that, I don't want to hear no bullshit. That's number one. Divorced dads or dads being inflicted or uh, impacted, not inflicted, impacted by child custody cases, um, abuse of the legal system, mostly by women, mostly by women, but certainly some men do, mostly by women. Their kids being used, parental alienation. Who's handling that? Where are they at on that one? Quiet as a church mouse, pissing on cotton. Quiet. Nobody wants to just don't oh, just, just talk about it over here. Now nah, don't deal with it. I'll just get a new one. I'll just get over it. All oh, you bitter. You hurt. You just bitter. You bitter. You bitter. If people cared about men's mental health, they would never call a man bitter and hurt. But that's all I hear. Number one, handle your veterans. Number two, let's get your divorced dads and your single fathers and your fathers with custody. Let's get them on priority. Number two. Number three, let's talk about the homelessness and get them off drugs and their mental health and saying uh, straight. And then number four, let's talk about the combat sport, people. You got men that they encourage to get in rings and beat the shit out of each other, but we're supposed to be worried about men's health and mental health. You got them slapping each other now for money. This is what men are willing to do. Basically, Christians getting fed the lions to make a buck. Nobody cares. You know what I mean? So I had to speak on it for the people who wanted me to speak on it, but I didn't give you what you wanted. Let's get in here, man. Super chat time. Abel returns to Eden, says monk mode is the best therapy money can buy. You got to go monk mode. Somebody says, coach, talk to me without talking to me. This is what we deal with. I don't want to hear no virtue signaling. The next time somebody virtue signals about this issue, slam dunking you because I, I paid attention to it. I tried to help. I'm looking at it. I've got the five most common things, and they didn't even get close to rivaling what the women are dealing with. It wasn't even close. Aggression and tummy aches and shit like that. What? Isolation. and I. The only one to me was, yeah. The only one to me was the aggression and violence. That is a significant one. So, guys, let's curb that. If you feel that you have that aggression, that rage that you can't control, yep, you need to go seek some help. MC Hamster says, CGA, thank you for your impact on the male RP community. We struggle to talk on these topics as men with men. Be available to men you trust. Get a mentor. These are the things we talk about that I'm shadow banned for for some reason. I'm telling you, men get a mentor. And he also says, here's your flowers, coach. Appreciate it. Get a mentor. Find some man that you trust. Find a strong man. Remember when I told you, shout out to my man Jacques for the cash app. Remember when I told you, I was like, I just won't go through a therapist that has this gender and racial makeup. Why? I need to be with somebody we trust. We don't need people stabbing us on the back, sharing our most vulnerable information. Okay. And people tend to do that. You will find that these people are mocking you. And then trying to get you to guilt trip you to take the blame. All right. We need to fix the system. Where are we at here? We got, uh, we got, uh, let me see if I can say your name. Oh, did I get Royal Scott? He says, I live abroad. I lived abroad for years in Pines, Thailand, 
Argentina and everywhere else, these hot passport ladies will rip, rip dorky guys to pieces. Stay in your country unless your pipe control and common sense works. Nobody mentions these ladies are ruthless. Hashtag coach gang, and I'm glad you're bringing this up. And even that young brother that's doing this going around the world, he had a he had a video that if I was going to rip past, everybody's like, you don't like password bros. I was like, I got enough ammunition to rip their ass in the shreds too. But I'm saying that many of them go over there in weakness. And I don't want you to go over there in weakness because women abroad are just as manipulative as women in America. The only thing they don't have is government daddy backing them. That's the only way you get over, okay? Y'all getting finessed over there too because some of y'all going over there simping. You're going over there simping and oogling and ogling and all that shit, man. I, 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 I cringe at it because you're not healthy going over there. And you know what you're doing? You're doing the same shit that got you in trouble with these women over here. I mean, come on, man. And guys over here know this. You still got to go over there with a sense of strength that you have to deal with these broads over here. See, what you would do is you tell these women over here to kiss your whole ass and you show your whole ass to kiss and then let them kiss it. Then you go over there and then you tell them the same damn thing. Anyway, but y'all go over there starving. Y'all go over there. <laughs> we're just going to run away from these women. No, 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 no. Yeah, that brother's You tell everybody over here to kiss your whole entire ass and then you go over there and you show them their ass to kiss. You tell them what it is. But if you go over there simping, these women are waiting for you. They're manipulative. They're super manipulative. <laughs> right? They be putting the voodoo and the root on your ass, and you don't even know it. They be putting the period blood in there. They'll put, dude, where's the, there's a video of a woman in a village area, in the back area. There's a camera on her. She's cooking outside on a hot plate. That woman, there's a video. She copped over that plate, that hot plate, and pissed in the food. Now, I'm not saying women do that over there. I couldn't show it. But they do shit like that, and y'all have no clue of the culture. Y'all be going over there, we're just going <laughs> to. All right, they be like, oh, they cooking for me. Man, they done put so much voodoo in the damn food. Got you eating that voodoo. Shout out to Royal Scott. You better go over there and understand in, 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 in third world countries and impoverished areas, they, dip, they depend heavily on spirituality and all that shit, and you better learn it. Like, you got third world countries, you got third world nations in America that do this shit. Go to, go to Lafayette, Louisiana, and Opelousas, Louisiana. What you're going to find is people that are kind of isolated out Tucked in the and they are generations of generations of generations of generations of generations of people. They don't operate how we operate here in the middle of the big city. You'll go to these little places and they got generations of grandma. You'll see them. The woman will be on the porch looking like her skin will be looking like leather and she'll look like a damn skeleton. She walking out there on the porch in Lafayette. And she just sitting there, rocking on the chair. You're like, God damn, this woman ready to go. That woman has done so much voodoo and taught the daughters and taught everybody's ass. 
taught everybody to do this, girl. Put that voodoo on them. But y'all going over there, flying way over there, don't know nothing about the culture. And they Nana sitting over there like. <laughs> Soon as your ass get over there, uh-huh. You got them passport ninja coming over here. Cock over that hot plate real quick. Put some of that period blood in there, bruh. Anyway. Learn the culture. People like this that live in areas like that, they don't have the Lord stopping them from doing crazy shit like this. <laughs> Give me some of that voodoo that you do, baby. Got y'all over there. Hey, look, I'm just letting y'all know, man. Do not under... And, and let me just say this about America. We don't have that many generations here. We have no generations. We basically don't have bloodlines. We don't have storylines. Everybody's all over the place. Our families are a wreck, okay? Now, they over there, they might dig up their grandmama during Dia de las Muertes. You know what I mean? They, they, dude, there's places they dig up the dead, and they'll do a whole dance, and you sitting over there like, I'm in the village, all right? Look at these pretty feet, little booty uh, women over here, and they'll dig their whole granny up right out the grave, dancing with them and shit. You sitting over there like, yep. Dude, they got generations of generations of generations of generations. Legacy, legacy, shit passed down. Voodoo books. Books of shit that somebody wrote in 1738. Smacking mosquitoes <laughs> off of them all day. Ain't got shit to do. They like, hey, you know what I mean? Just, bruh, don't think. All right, let me stop. Don't think. That you're going to go over there with some masculine frame and about $2,000 in your pocket. <laughs> that they ain't got no plan for you. N-G-N. N-G-N. <laughs> All right, where we at here? I'm always giving you the worst case scenario. Where we at? N-G-N says, what's good, coach? And to add on what you said earlier in the stream being about money, it definitely helps uh, helps you out. Five years ago, I was fortunate to meet this gentleman who took me under his wing. He advised me on investing, which made me a good amount of money. Now I'm a part of the circle in which we always introduce me, uh, a part of the circle in which he always introduces me to people I should know that he works with when it comes to investing. When he introduces me, he starts with, that's the protege, which is dope because I listen to what he instructed me and he definitely is proud that I listen and he says and made money from it today he introduced me to his realtor to look at many properties divorce came up and he informed me that he was going through one five years later that he was going through one five years later and 200k down the hole his kids are my age 31 and she is still not happy he inherited a not happy ex-wife yes he did and the one thing they both said was stay single. If they could go back and not get married, they would. Free agent lifestyle for life. Guys aren't listening. Shout out to you and JN. When you're in the right circles, you will have people look to help you out. Oh, and by the way, that was a co Was that a co-sponsorship? It was. We are getting there. I'm ready. All right. Oh, man. This show was going overtime, I see. We got another co-sponsorship. 
David Blanchard says, Coach, went to see the military shrink last year when I was going through it. She was like, for what you're going through, you are handling this, handling this very well. And I responded, ma'am, what other choice do I have? That's how that's what men go through. Like, what other choice do men have? Sit off on the sideline and wait for people to heal us. We don't got time for that. And I'm sad to say that that's that's just the solution for most men. Like, kumbaya. Now, I get it. I might be able to go on the couch maybe once a month. Okay, let's talk this through. I got an hour. Just listen to me, bullshit. But we got to push through it. We got to provide a solution. Nobody's going to care for us. Uh, child support, can you put this shit on hold? I got depression right now. Can you put my child support on hold? They'd be like, nope, pay it. Or we're going to throw your ass in jail. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> they don't care. And so what he said was, what other choice do men have? Let's get through this shit. No, sit down and talk. When? Ladies like to sit down and talk. Men don't like to sit down and talk. Now, there are times where we need to talk. But not that often. I got to get through it. Shout out to Martin. Says, happy Valentine's Day. Much love from Washington. All right, the Pacific Northwest. In league, I sorry, uh, B-Real Mahogany. Men give up all the resources for the illusion of love. Women give the illusion of love for all your resources. And that's a tweet. All right, wow. That is a cold-blooded tweet. Shout out to you for that one. I'm going to have to remember that. Let me see here. That's that's actually very true, and that's part of the manipulation there. Um, That's definitely a tweet. Thank you for sharing that. And then... In league, I trust me and my homies always say, if you can't deal with XXs here on hard mode, you are going to struggle with them everywhere else. Dude, we are the litmus test for dealing with women. We have the most aggressive, combative, competitive, strong, um, career-oriented. Like, in America, we have the toughest women to deal with worldwide. Like, because we are at a disadvantage. Like, they have the government to back them up. They have the media. They have the courts. They have the public opinion. And they have money. And they, I mean, no other women worldwide have what American women have. And if you're struggling here with these broads, <laughs> if you can't make it here, what makes you think you're going somewhere else? You know what I mean? Like, and then you go over there like, I'm going to avoid them. Oh, man, you can't avoid them. Yeah, they got the academia, the institutions of higher learning, the police. You'll be like, it'll be easier over here, man. Hey, look, over there, they got everything, they got everything there, but that, but the um, but all of the uh professional institutions. They got the manipulation and all of that shit, right? So be careful. Uh, let's see here. Let me do, let me do this story. I think this is it. This is it. And um, if you guys wanted to know, are you celebrating? Are you a simp for selling value? Oh, sorry, are you a simp? We're celebrating Valentine's Day. It's just the poll. This is the last story right here. This is going to be women uh, on using social media to vet themselves for us. Shout out to Sono Jono. He shared a link of there's a trend on, I God bless social media. There's a trend on social media where women are saying they're a, oh my. less than perfect. Now look at this creature right here. Look at this creature. All right, somebody says, you don't know I don't travel. Sure don't. Never been anywhere. I've never even left California, and I'm in Vegas right now. I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. But uh, anyway, anyway, despite the fact being damn near 48, 
just on social media for what, four years? Yep. I've been nowhere up until that point. Thank you very much. <laughs> right? Look at this demon. Look at this shit. We talk about mental health issues. Look at this woman. Master Splinter at best. All right. Good. My God. All right. And a lot of these people, hey, look, you guys want to know something? A lot of the people you arguing with online look just like this on the other side. A lot of people you're arguing with have cell phones. Have you ever seen a person that's crazy and or homeless, not comparing the two, and they got a cell phone? That puts shit in perspective real fast. You'd be like, oh, these the people be in your comment section. I mean, she dead ringer for Master Splinter. Right? She a dead ringer. And she got and she got the vote for Biden. And she voted for Biden. <laughs> Goodness. All right, they got an Instagram. Homeless people got Instagram. Third world girls got Instagram. Crazy ass people got Instagram. Mentally unstable people got Instagram and Facebook. All right. You better remember that when you got people commenting with your ass. All right, so they're going to vet themselves for you horny ninjas out here. Let's go ahead and play it. Oh, my God. You're like the prettiest girl ever. You're my dream girl. Okay. Anxiety. ADHD. Depression. Probably autism. I don't know what I look like. Mommy issues. Daddy issues. Music major. Grey's Anatomy enjoyer. Can't drive. I've gotten into multiple car accidents. Can't handle rejection. Oh, yeah. And I'm a loser and I don't have any fucking friends. <sighs> Ain't that America? So now, what I'm telling you, this is Lilith's mirror. I don't know how anybody can deny what I'm telling you. Even if you say, I haven't stepped foot in your, you haven't traveled, I don't give a shit about going to those little hell holes you go to. I don't give a shit about it. It's because you poor and you want to go down there. That's your fault. This woman, they're now vetting themselves for you ninjas. Just to give another clear indication that men are the prize. They're out here telling you right here in demon mode that they got more red flags than the Chinese communist parade. And yes, we would still clap. We would still fold this woman up like a love letter from the second grade. This is insane. We would still stick our salami in this woman. Now, I'm assuming she's of age. We would still do it. We would still try to save her. Oh, baby, I can save you. Lilith spirit resides. These people are using social media as uh, opportunities to tell you they ain't shit. <laughs> Dating coaches brag that they cold approach and pipe women down like this. I'd still fold her up if she's legal. Listen to this, bruh. We are, we got to realize what position we're in. A lot of these women, oh, by the way, hoes are winning, by the way. Remember, remember 304s are winning? These hoes winning, coach. These hoes winning. I'm like, where? Where? Where are they winning? <laughs> they literally out here taking L after L after L. And ladies, I'm not, I'm not happy you're taking L's, but I ain't taking you on. Let me, let me play this again. Sorry for the thing here. They're telling you they ain't got shit to offer. That's why they on Instagram get naked. Dude, I scroll up my Instagram hoes got they old 
titties and areolas out now. It's getting despicable. And listen, if you're a lady and you got it, flaunt it, baby. But I'm not marrying you. And I will suggest that no man marries you. Here we go. Oh, my God. You're like the prettiest girl ever. You're Now, people are going to say she looks ugly. She is not ugly. All right. People are going to say that she's all she does look dirty. She does look oily. Her hair's oily and scraggly. She looks like she from the West Virginia or somewhere in El Paso and Juarez. Yeah, she looks dirty. Dudes will be like, I'll polish that shit up. I'll clean it up. Invite this demon into your house. This woman looked like a muskrat. She need a bath and to wash her hair. I can see the dandruff from here. Let's continue. She cute, but y'all will still throw your whole life away for this woman. And you will put a baby in her belly. And then you'd be like, coach, my woman acting up. <laughs> oh, my God. You're like the prettiest girl ever. You're my dream girl. Okay. Anxiety. ADHD. So right off the top, right off the top, she realizes that she's damaged. She went right for the rip. Anxiety and ADHD. She kind of done now, but she also got what? Depression. Depression. Hey, dude, this shit is like I can write this script. At this point, and any woman that says she has depression, join the club. Join the freaking club. All of y'all got it at this point. Like, I got depression. And like, what say what special treatment do you want today? But there it is again. Buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. And both of these, all of these things are clinical, which should tell you something. What else she got? Probably autism. She got autism. She on the spectrum. How do you have autism? How do you how do you probably have it? <laughs> I can save her, coach. I can make a good woman out of her. I don't know what I look like. Mommy issues. Mommy issues. Broken home. Daddy issues. Of course. There we go, guys. Mommy and daddy issues. Mommy is crazy. Daddy is lazy. Music major. So she going nowhere. Useless ass degree. So she going to be broke the rest of her life. And she knows it. She knows she's going to be broke the rest of her life. She, guys, she's self-diagnosing. She's telling you this. Crazy anatomy enjoyer. Lazy. Can't drive. I've gone into multiple car accidents. I, that's a big one. That You guys, that's a big one. And um, if you have female family members that have cars, they going to wreck them motherfuckers. They going to wreck them. They're going to wreck them. All right. They're going to wreck them. I mean, this is like a 50, 60, 70% chance they're going to get into a car accident. That shit is almost a lock. It's a guarantee. It's a lock. They're going to wreck their car. I mean, I don't know what it is, but they're sure as a, what some people want to know. As a result, insurance rate for women are high. So if you have a woman that's under 25, and you're cohabitating, co-mingling, their insurer rates is going to be sky high. Most of them be on that phone, and they be distracted, and they be sniggling and answering text messages, and they be putting makeup on in the mirror, eating uh, filet of fish. That one's a big one. Car wrecks. And she got in multiple. Can't handle rejection. All right, so there she is right there, low self-esteem. Can't handle rejection. That's a red flag. So when you break up with her, she's going to key your car. 
Oh, yeah, and I'm a loser and I don't have any fucking friends. Yeah, there you go, guys. That's most. Look, a lot of them women be having rotations of friends. All right, guys, this is a trend going on now on TikTok. This trend is going on now where the women are helping vet themselves for our viewing pleasures. So we don't realize. So now we can realize we ain't the crazy ones. <laughs> All right. Oh, I got another one. Shout out to Sono Jono. This phone, whoever, what, whatever demon suggested to the Satan, to Satan to put a phone in woman's hands, that demon is getting rewarded with eternal flames right now. You're like, so we got another one. Look at this thing right here. Look at this. Look at this. What do we got here? Oh, oh the humanity. Look at this. This is somebody's daughter. Look at this. Oh, look at this. Let, let, let's let's continue. What what she got to say? She been watching too many episodes of Wednesday Adams. She needs to cut the Wednesday Adams out. You're like my dream girl. No boobs. <laughs> Abandonment issues. Oh, I can barely hear hers. Mommy issues. No empathy towards men. My dad does literally everything for me, so my standards are high as fuck. Okay, this is her vetting herself. Let's start off with, first of all, they all start off with the same thing. Boy, they are copycats, aren't they? They be copying. You're like my dream girl. Who said that? Who said that? Said nobody ever. No boobs. All right, so she ain't got no titties. She from the itty bitty titty committee. Raising titties. I, that's not a problem. Let's continue. <laughs> Abandonment issues. I don't know what the second one she's saying. Look, legitimate issues. What does it say here? Abandonment issues. I, oh, abandonment issues. I think it's abandonment issues. All right. So there's mental health there. I think she said abandonment issues. Mommy issues. Mommy issues. Dude. So daddy issues is a thing. This is the second person that said mommy issues. Guys, the crisis of America's mommies, they're failing at this. Putting these kids in daycare. No empathy towards men. No, em bah, no empathy towards men, a.k.a. misandry, a.k.a. I hate men. Guys, the misandry in our country is wild. We talk about misogyny. Yes, I'm mispronouncing it. We talk about misogyny all the time. Misandry is wild in America. They let it burn crazy. So she hates men, and it self-admitted it. Oh, hold on for a second. Let me get back to the screen here. Here we go. My dad does literally everything for me, so my standards are high as fuck. Standards. So she's got a simp for a dad. So she has a simp. The, the dad, she's she's rebelled. Obviously, I don't think the dad would want her to be coming out like this. But the dad, she's rebelled against her father, and the father has bent over backwards and does whatever she wants. And so she has a simp for a father that didn't check her or didn't tell her, you either get on this train or you get left. And she's now saying you have to measure up to this simp. Mm. Poor dad. Look at what that look at what dad has to deal with. Measure up to my simp ass dad. 
because he buys me everything. So there ain't shit that you can give me. All I have to do is ask daddy. Daddy's going to be paying for this woman the rest of daddy's life. Daddy's going to die early because he's got to pay for his daughter. Yep, this one ain't got the message yet. She ain't got on her P's and Q's. So, guys, this is what you have out here. Thank, thank, thanks to social media. Guys, they're making it easier for you to figure this out. There's no secrets out here anymore. And this is why cold approach doesn't make any sense going forward. I get it. It doesn't make any sense. Like this whole thing about just walk up to random chicks today with the two presentations that I gave you today. Why would you? You walking up to some people with some serious issues. All right. Thomas Kelly, longtime coach gang member since 2018. What's with all the married and separated women on dating sites? New targets. Hashtag coach gang for life. No, nah, man, you got to just pick somebody that's imperfect, man. By the way, divorce and marriage, divorces are going to go up again. Why do we know this? Hafiz, are you listening? We're going to have an economic crisis. We're in the middle of an economic crisis now. As a result, relationships are going to implode. Doesn't There's nothing new under the sun. And now you're going to have a bunch of new women out here trying to find Prince Charming, or they're going to experience a point where they're going to get throttled out here and you're going to get a lot of free sex. I met a woman the other day and she was... um. She was, uh, I went to a Super Bowl party and she was telling me she just got divorced after 23 years of marriage. She was around my age. So she's been through, you know, she went longer. And I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, and I'm buying my first house. And I was like, buying a house. I was like, that's interesting. And she's like, yeah, I just want to, the other two houses I bought while I was married, it was our house, but I want my own house. And I was sitting there like, like, this ain't the time to be buying a house. Like, you see what the interest rates are? Like, you about to get screwed. Not only that, the house the house values are going down. Like, but I just let her do it. Oh, great. Yeah, she got her alimony money, and she wants a sense of pride and ownership. She was talking about she's renting somewhere, and she hates the rent. Um, And I'm just like, <laughs> just like, good Lord. She ain't paying attention in life. I was like, go do you. If it feels good, do you, baby. Franklin says, I don't care if she fell on her head. What if what I'm concerned about is if she can't handle rejection, right? That means she's going to kill your ass if you F up and cheat. Oh, yeah. Um, that is a one, guys. Don't overlook that. I once got into back when I was first single story time on that. I um on Instagram, I was doing fitness Instagram. So I got a lot of women around the world, around the world that would give me attention. And this one Australian chick, you know, she had a lot of black men uh, following her. Her name, I believe like her name back then was like Snow Bunny or something. Back when that wasn't taken. She was like, it was something like that. So a lot of black men, she had, she followed a lot of black guys. And then she, so anyway, I get on a, a kick or a Skype call with her having a conversation. I'm going to tell you what she said. Most men would overlook this comment. Most men would overlook this comment. She was telling me that she kind of gets emotionally attached. And if she feels, by the way, this woman's in Australia. I'm in California. And she's trying to make this emotional connection and trying to forge a relationship. I kind of had a little bit of status over her. 
but she had plenty of guys that followed her. So anyway, Insta this is before really Instagram models. This is kind of like right at the beginning of Instagram models. She said this one thing. She said, when I, and she was young too. She was like 22, 21, 23. She was young. She wasn't over 25. And I was in my 30s, right? I was like 37, 36. She said, if something happens in the relationship or she feels jealous, she says, ignite the crazy. Ignite the crazy. That's exactly what she said. Ignite the crazy. I was like, you know what I mean? But I'm still learning. I'm just freshly divorced. I'm pounding girls on Instagram. <laughs> she was like, yeah, if I feel like something and I just feel like I'm being, she says, yep, ignite the crazy. Now, this is a young woman. She's fully aware of who she is. It's basically like she turns into the Incredible Hulk or the Tasmanian devil would be more appropriate. Ignite the crazy, meaning that's it. She was like, I'm a, I like a time bomb. I'm going to explode and look out. And that shit, dude, I'm sitting there like, wow. But a lot of a lot of you guys would run that red flag and you'll, you'll chance it and you'll still play games on her. You'll sneak around and then she'll tear your shit up. Yep, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder. She admitted it and had no problems admitting it, and it was her warning, and she kind of was like, she said it. She had these bangs, right, long hair and bangs, and she said it. She kind of looked through her bangs. She saw if I was still there. He's still here. Now, let me tell you something. When they warn you of that shit, take it seriously because then if, if she uses it, and she goes crazy and you and you screw her over or she thinks he's screwed over. She's going to say, I told you. <laughs> I told you not to mess around. She's going to say, I warned you. And you ran past the You ran the red light. That's the problem that you guys don't understand. That was the warning. And she said, hey, you you you're going to go. Past OK, I told your ass to ignite the crazy. So. When she goes crazy and she shows up with that knife where she looks like the Megan doll and she's like, time to crazy time. <laughs> so be careful, man. Let them talk. And when they give you indications, talk to another woman back in the day. And she was saying, because I was talking about my case and I was like, yeah, my kids and I'm getting kind of screwed over in court and I'm doing all this stuff. She says, I would never do what that woman's doing to you. I would never do it. I can't believe a woman would do that. I would never do that. And she swore up and down. Of course, me asking tough questions. I said, what if he cheated on you? What if the man cheated on you? You know what she said? Oh, well, in that case, I would do it. Mm. <laughs> I was like, ninja. So, so you just sat up in there and said, I never would do. And now when I said, well, I mean, what if he had an affair? Oh, well, then I would do exactly that. Ninja, like, what the? F <laughs> you should say I would never under any circumstance or it would depend or. Man, you guys got to watch these people, man. They are out here trying to warn you. You would have walked right past it if you didn't ask. Now, let me tell you something. People will say, yeah, you deserve that if you get cheated on. 
No man deserves to lose their kid by cheating. Well, that just happens. Okay. Okay. It do if you're gonna say men deserve to lose custody of their kids for cheating, I'm gonna ask you this one question. Remember, you cannot defeat me out here. The question is women cheat almost equally to men in marriages. What happens to the women who cheat in their marriage? Do they lose custody of their kids? I'll wait. Where are we at? Are you co-signing losing custody of kids in marriage? Okay, so when women cheat, they get to lose custody of their kids, right? Huh? Right? What? Shut the F up. Shut up. They get their kids when they cheat. And they get the alimony and the child support, and they cheated. I don't want to hear shit about men should lose custody of their kids if they cheat. <laughs> this is so people are so goofy with these damn yep well there's a cost of having an affair okay does that apply to women too nope oh no it doesn't now all of a sudden here comes the hypocrisy now all of a sudden the double standard showing up again why the father get to lose the kids why the father only lose the kids and the mother doesn't so she gets a benefit for cheating it actually helps her when she cheats <laughs> like <laughs> why would she stay faithful what Stop with the bullshit. You don't, don't think you know more than this than I do. I've forgotten more about this red pill than you know. All right. And I wanted the one guys, I'm going to be in 20 years sitting there like a sage. And when all the red other red pill people have come and gone, I'll be sitting here forgotten more than you actually know. Okay. The dictator says, shout out to Andrew Tate, my ex and my community college girl. Both are driving me driving on the rims no tire all right so the, yeah driving on the rims no tire shout out to the girls out here with race slicks on their cars ladies check your tires all right check your tires before you come and tell me you're strong and independent you need to bend over and get on your knees and check the back tires and see if the tread is not wearing through the rubber right now okay at that point, if you do have tread on your tires, the back tires on the inside, you're going to need a flashlight. Before you tell me you're strong and independent, I want to know what them tires look like. <laughs> if your tires are jacked up, you're not strong and independent. You're actually losing in life, and it's only going to take, you're actually, you're actually a danger and a menace to society on the road right now. You can cause a major catastrophe. With that being said, Maryland guy says, I worked with a woman who was on all kind of head meds. She was passed around in college. I think it's their past that actually messes them up. As you guys know, part of the depression, anxiety, and stress is often associated with guilt. Behind a lot of these issues, there's a lot of guilt. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot of they wish they hadn't done this and that. And that is the basis of the problem. Lavelle says, he says, what he says, say what you want, coach. I love women built like uh the women from Cape Town. Oh, we got a brother that loves him. Proud, nasty boy in the building. Oh, that's nice. Stop bringing, stop. He says, bring all badonka donkles. All right, I can't pronounce all of that, but Lavelle likes them big, big booties. Them things were something else. I don't even know if I can get enough rhythm to handle that. All right, that would be definitely somebody who you would not see me caught dead with in public. Man, them things were just, I've never seen nothing like that. That's absolutely insane. With that being said, 
we hit the two and a half hour mark. And now I have a migraine, a tummy ache. And thus I must see a therapist. Apparently, according to this, what else do I must have? I have, I have an appetite. My weight has changed over the last year. Definitely have gotten fatter. I have obsessive thinking. Boy, I'm on the spectrum here. I have restlessness and difficulty focusing. And I do engage in high-risk activities. And right now, I'm definitely fatigued. So I'm on the high end of the male mental health symptom. And uh, boy, I'm a walking red flag at this particular point. But guess what? Nobody cares, do they? They don't care. Shout out to the coach gang. And we out of here. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs. And I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. And that's it. And put the pin number and... Boom, money just comes right out.